from the humble beginnings of South St. Louis to broadcasting around the world, Right Time Media gives to you the right lane. Sup now, motherfucker. Yeah, bitches. Told you motherfuckers what time it was. Yeah, bitches. On that 55 track, baby. Yeah, bitches. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the right lane. I'm Danny, and today, as always, I'm joined by my nephew, Austin. Man, how you doing today? Doing pretty good. So uh, we had started doing this thing a little while back. Yeah. Uh, our, like a week or two ago. Might have been a little longer than that, but we didn't really announce it yet. Uh, it was on a show to be scrapped, or that didn't get put out. <laughs> but uh, a Get Fit Challenge, because, I mean, I don't know if anybody's seen me recently. I'm looking a little round these days. I don't mind being boxy round, but, man, that, uh, <laughs> being in front of the camera really... Uh, you see it more. <laughs> oh, shit. It kills the ego a lot. So what have you done? Not a whole lot. Nothing? Uh, I went to some wrestling practices where I coach at. I got to roll with the kids a little bit. and get Because I haven't done much at all. So I was like, I don't want to go do anything too crazy and then be like, ah, oh, fuck this. I don't want to do this. So you're picking on kids. Yeah. Well, no. I, we got some fucking hammers. I got to work to, you know, really. I mean, you are a midget, though. So, I mean, you can only pick on so many kids. Sure. Yeah. How old are these kids? High school kids. Maybe some freshmen you can pick on. No. no. So uh, I went to the gym twice this week, back-to-back yeah. days. I did uh Did you upper, cry at all? No. <laughs> I made sure I wore a really baggy shirt, though. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today we got an awesome guest, man. Uh, Dakota Harry Bush is at Pitt Gym. Yes. He cross-trains out at uh, Glory MMA, 9-4, and four, previously fought in the UFC. Actually, on one week's notice. Uh, we're going to not go in order right now because I want to talk about your fighting style. You're an interesting person to watch fight. Like, you're fun. Uh, where's that creativity come at, come from? Man, it's just, you know, I I get in the cage and uh, I always go through a checklist before I fight, you know. Is, uh, did I prepare 100% to my ability? Um, when I get in the cage, I don't fear this man and I leave it all in there. I don't quit. And, uh, you know, that helps me sleep at night. You know, after what happens, I can be, you know, at ease with it. But, you know, just, you know, starting out with Patrick, man, man I'm sick of doing this shit over and over and, uh, you know, he just got that belief that if you do, you know, you practice anything enough, you can throw it whenever you want in a fight. And it don't matter what it is. As long as you drill it and you know when to apply it, you can do anything you want. You're, you're kind of, uh, you're like, what was I telling you earlier? He's creatively awkward. Like, yeah. sometimes, uh, like, you're, you're never, your angles are never the same way, like, ever. I mean, we were watching the, uh, your first fight in the UFC. Uh, the first round was awesome. You could tell but you weren't in camp for anything, so... Because um, you, I, I don't want to say gas. I'm not trying to set you out and up like that, but oh, I gassed. It, it, it looked that way, but it's one week preparation is not a lot. Right. You, how much were you going to the gym at that point? So uh, let's rewind back from that, like probably two or three weeks beforehand. Uh, I got a call saying that I was going to fight on Contender Series in August, so I didn't have anything scheduled. I'm like, I'm going to be turkey hunting. I'm going to be chilling. Uh, so a couple of weeks later after that phone call, me and my wife and a couple of buddies went out and we went to some place up in Baldwin, like an all-you-can-eat sushi. And I had like 12 rolls, <laughs> then went to Oberweiss afterwards, had a milkshake. Oberweiss is fire. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And next morning I wake up to like 20 missed calls and text messages and I'm like, I knew like in the back <laughs> of my head what it was. And uh, they're like, hey, you want to fight next weekend? And I'm like, for sure. And... uh First thing I did, hopped on the scale. 
I was 187.2. That is a little bloated weight. Like, right. You probably weighed 185, 184. Yeah. It's not a, I mean, it's not a, a too much bloated weight, but from just eating that much the night before. And yeah. all that retention from the soy sauce, from all yeah, the sodium, the you know. Sodium. So uh, now, now I want to go all the way back. So where did you go to high school at? Uh, St. Clair High School. So you're from St. Clair. Yep. Uh, I was told to, you had to use the bathroom. In a football game one time? Yeah. And they wouldn't let you off the field? Yeah. Coach <laughs> said it was a tight game. He's like, man, uh, I'm sorry, but we, we need you on the field right now. You can't leave. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll piss my pants. I just <laughs> pissed right in the huddle, dude. <laughs> all right, I guess I'll just piss my pants. <laughs> no, so you grew up full, all in St. Clair? Yep. Right on. That's good stuff, man. Don't you coach down there now? Yeah, I, uh, assistant coach for the wrestling team. Right. I've seen Austin at a couple of tournaments. That's what he was yeah. saying, too. Well, we ran into you at State. The guy who told me all this information also wanted me to ask you, when did you, like, because he, he said you, you were always tough and athletic and stuff, but you weren't, like, no, he didn't, he didn't take you or a lot of people around didn't take you as the fighter. Right. When did, you, when did that, like, transition happen? So, you know, like, growing up, I, I was, like, probably, I don't know, I was sixth grade, fifth grade-ish. My dad actually fought on cage champs right on so he had like eight or nine fights there and uh i always said i wanted to be a fighter you know like austin he grew up around it you know you see it and you're like you know it's cool yeah like you want to do that and uh but i was never like really convinced that i would and then wrestling through high school and shit and end up going to college and uh the first semester I wasn't, I wasn't liking it. You know, I'm like, this isn't for me. Like it's not fun wrestling here. It's more work than fun. And, uh, I'm like, I think I want to fight. And, uh, ended up training for like four weeks, you know, then Where'd it you first nothing. start training at? Uh, it was in St. Clair. There was a guy named, uh, Brandon. Yes. Russian. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah. know Brandon. I trained there for a little bit and here and there. And I wasn't, training like you know i was doing what i thought you know right and didn't have the knowledge of There's how you're to supposed yeah. to be training so i'd come in twice a week run a day a week run and be like i'm, <laughs> I'm freaking run. ready baby let's go <laughs> right no uh my favorite country people are are built for this sport i always believe that because they're they're tough yeah. like you just do you're a different type of people like the the life that you guys live the horses or whatever that may be I think part of it is that that just like fuck it attitude is just kind of ingrained in people that live in those areas. Rural area and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're just like fuck it. We're Even though do he it. doesn't look like he's a rural area type <laughs> right. of kid, he's kind of a good looking dude, unassuming and stuff. I wouldn't peg you for a fighter either. Maybe like a my accountant or something like that. Right. A really good accountant because you always smile every time I see you and stuff. Uh, you, you don't. You're, I don't think I've ever not seen you smile and stuff. So you, you definitely don't have that demeanor. So your dad fought and you start your training out there and uh, so where did you go after you left wrestling? So I trained with him, um, I think I was like three and one as an amateur. I fought uh, a dude, like I said, I was training very little and fought a dude and ended up losing my first fight and then took some time off and was like, man, do I really want to do this? And like, you know, when you lose your first fight when you're young, it's like the world's falling apart. You're like, I didn't have that maturity. I was like 19 years old and I'm like, man, I... I can't beat these guys. I, I just just quit. Right. And uh, I think maybe half a year to a year goes by, and uh, Patrick texts me, and he's like, hey, you should come to the pit and train. And I ended up going there, went up to, 
to Patrick's and the first day I was in there, he's on me about my stance and like, we're not even doing anything, just stance. Right. And he's telling me I'm doing everything wrong. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm yeah. doing this fine. And he was just harping on me. And I'm like, man, I was like demoralized. I didn't want to, I didn't want to go back. I'm like, <laughs> just getting. You're, you're 19 at the time? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, you know, ego was too big for it. And I'm like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about and whatever. But I ended up sticking it out and just kept coming back. And then one day it all just clicked. You right. know, everything clicked there. And I'm like, man. And just started freaking no. growing like a weed, man. I've said this a couple of times on the show. I think what you got going on down there is one of the most underrated MMA gyms in the in the country for sure. Mm. Uh, the fighters that come out of there, I just kind of lumped you in with the Cuba guys, right? Because like, can you imagine though if you like you go to a party in Cuba and, and you, you get run your... into those guys? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> the whole town of three thousand people. I know. Like, you how know? the fuck does that town have that many badass motherfuckers? Like, even who's t- coming up now? Terry, uh, what's his last? Copeland. Copeling. Yeah, that, he's a nasty big guy too, man. I, I, I'm amazed at Cuba, Missouri. Who would have who ever thunk it? But, uh, who would have ever thunk it? Yeah. <laughs> but Pat's one of the uh, – he's a good, genuine dude, too. I don't know right. him, like, on a personal level like that. I just seen that when we cross-chained with each other and stuff, he would bring guys uh, – you up. He would bring fucking Jake up. And he was always doing stuff for the fighters. Right. Which is – even though there's a lot of good coaches, there's not a lot of good people necessarily in, in MMA. Mm, and right. he's definitely one of the standout guys. So uh, when did you, like – where did you develop this style? Though? Did you take karate growing up? Like all these kicks and stuff? No. no. I never I never was in any formal martial arts. Uh, you know, I was always interested in it. But I always had, it's weird. Like growing up, I always thought, you know, like all the kids, you know, when you're in school, grade school, middle school, and they're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a whatever, orange belt. I don't know <laughs> their belts in yeah. taekwondo and karate. Right. And I'm not dissing that, you no, know, martial arts I, or anything. But I always thought in my head, like, this just something's not clicking. Like this isn't true combat, you well, know. I always felt like my that. older cousin had a. He's got a cousin on his his other side, and he was a black belt at like twelve. Right. And I knew at, I knew at eleven that that was bullshit. Yeah. There's no way that you're a black belt. Twelve year old black. Yeah, get yeah. the fuck out of here. But I used to check out karate books in the fucking library all the time. Right. Do you know what those are? They still have those. Karate books. No, the library. <laughs> they still have those. <laughs> Yeah, you old fuck. There's just no making sure. Library. Just making sure. Like, what do you check out now? Is it like a card or something? Dude, they, most people go there for the computers. Right. They don't have computer access. I, I just assume they wouldn't have books anymore. They're still there. Right on. So, uh, <laughs> uh, the karate. Karate. About karate. Yeah, it's, and I just knew that growing up, like, formal martial arts is, uh, I just thought it was like, you know, kind of. Not realistic. Right, yeah, like you were buying a belt, kind of, you know. Yeah. You are. You were. Uh, I will say. There's parts of it that don't that like like the sparring that you do in karate uh, is not conducive to becoming like a good. But them kicks are the kicks are the best thing. Like you Steven learn how Thompson. to just pick your foot up and touch the body in the face without any wind up anything like that. But the way that they do the the point sparring, you're gonna hit it. as soon as you land a quick blow, they stop it and they break you up and they give you a point. And then it's like just quick blitzes over and over. No, again. but some of the most explosive knockouts that we've had in the UFC or that I've seen. We're all by karate guys. Yeah. Or taekwondo, however what it is. But, but you have to know all this other stuff first. We've already proven that, I don't know about we, but it's already been proven that jiu-jitsu is the be-all to end-all. Rest, wrestling's right there with it, though. Right. And once you know all how to do all that stuff, then you don't have to worry about getting subbed. Then you can take and karate comes into it where the play and stuff like that. Yeah. But without that other shit, you can't do that. Right. So, But you're pretty wild with your kicks. So it's just all from fucking with working with Pat and them. Yep. And that, that's how Patrick, like I really wasn't like that early on. Uh, he was so big on me being like, 
all your fundamentals, your basics are perfect. Once you get your stance down, you know how to move in your stance. Then we can start getting out of stance and throwing all these other things because you know you have a home. You know how to get back to it if you need to. What was your uh, your the, your first UFC experience like? Because we literally just watched it, and you looked like very ready for the moment. Um, yeah, it was uh, like I said, the weight cut was was tough. It was brutal. Um, thirty thirty one pounds in six days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. The That's last the last uh, the last probably six or seven. It, uh, it got sticky. Like I sat in the sauna in the tub for once. It was like an hour and fifteen minutes. We hop out and check the scale. I lose point two. Yeah, that was like mentally. It was you know, it was hard I, to deal yeah. with. The first uh, hour, thirty minutes is where you're gonna the most weight. From yeah, personal it'll, experience. It'll fall yeah. Off, yeah, like I've cut twelve pounds and stuff a couple of different times, and you, that first hour, hour and a half, man, it's like four, five, six pounds are gone. And then the next three and a half hours, you get the same. It's, Nickels right. and dimes. Yeah, it's, and it becomes a gr- grueling. And when you don't get to, you know, prepare properly for, like, your water load, and yep. uh, it just makes it super grueling. And it was the only thing that kept me, you know, like, because I knew in the back of my head that I could miss weight and no one would say, like, oh, yeah, he took it on short notice. That's all right, you know. No one would have bitched about me missing weight. But the one thing in my head was Josh Sampo, his debut fight he took on short notice, and he ended up getting fight of the night. He won the fight, but I don't think he got his bonus because he missed weight. So in my head was like, I'm going to starch this dude and get a bonus, <laughs> and I want my damn bonus. I ain't you know, going to do that, and I get paid for it. So No, that, that's fucking <laughs> – That's a good way. To, that's, that's, that's the perfect yeah. way to take it, man. Uh Paydays will always make you do things that you didn't want to do for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what was the the actual experience like? Like, did you world class? Uh, like when when you got it to where did you guys fight at? The Apex. So like, uh, did you get to meet Dana White? Um, not on that card. The second card I fought, he was there. Uh, but the you, you don't seem overwhelmed or wild by any of that. Nah, it's <laughs> like I just been around it, kind of you know, corner right. and Jake. So, um. Like going on the stage and like big UFC weigh-ins, yeah. like with Joe Rogan announcing and Dana's there, it's you know that's awesome being in that atmosphere. Right. So like being there before has helped, you know, and like coming up through like the LFA, I fought with them seven times, and that really helped me get used to you know bigger stage TV and all the production. You, you definitely don't seem like it, it, you're phased by any of it. Like you know, how some people get there and they're like, oh wow, or they're happy to be there, or whatever. You seem like I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but from looking at you, I was like, man, he seems like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. Oh, for that's sure. What it, that's what it looked like. There was like some guys have that that nerves and shit. I didn't really see any of that. Like mm. I listened to the commentators, and sometimes you want to smack the shit out of them. Yeah, because they're talking. Yeah, and even DC too. I want to smack him too. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 talk you up just to like to bring you down is what right. it seemed like, especially in that first fight. Right. Uh, I thought you looked really really good. <laughs> I remember watching it live when it happened. I was like. Fuck yeah, we got the first round. <laughs> uh, so like th- that, you were throwing a check, like a, the check hook. That uh, so is that something that you you continued to do after you noticed that it was working? Yeah, I I knew the he's always got like a when he's in the zone, like and he's really stalking people. He gets a little rhythm in his hands, and I was just trying to time that little drop and check hook him. And I was just from watching before because in the LFA he was the champ, and you know we were wanting that fight previously. Right. So, so you guys have been around each other. Yeah, I, I knew that the day would come, and uh, it happened in the UFC, and I was glad. And 
man, it's just like you give me two weeks and let's <laughs> run it back yeah. because I know I'm a better fighter than him. Um, and, and all in all, you know, I took it as a win, uh, cutting all that weight, performing, you know, with nothing in me and uh, winning the first round, everything, you know, everyone on paper was writing me off to lose. But not once in my head was I going in that cage like, oh, it's, you know, this is a freebie. <laughs> right, I'm just You're happy to lose. be here. No, I'm like, no, I'm showing everyone in the world what I already know that I'm going to whoop this dude's ass. That's what I don't think that, that confidence that you have is uh, where do you think that comes from? You know, I, I've i tried, you know, I've been asked, you know, like earlier in my days, people would be like, well, why do you fight? What? And I really tried to, you know, figure it out. And I never really could pinpoint like why I do and why I like thrive in it and love it. And it's just something that's like that burning pit, you know, like to be the best and competing. And I love it. Like I love being able to get in there and, you know, just dog it with someone. <laughs> We're both tired and seeing who's thumpers beating a little harder mm-hmm. that, that i don't think people would would you would you look at him and think that just by looking at yeah him? like that's a drive that yeah very few people in the world have you expect to see some rugged ass person with that no i think or, that you are though you are definitely like it all fits now like right. watching watching you in the ufc for the first time and stuff it all makes perfect sense like why you wasn't overwhelmed by the moment or you weren't happy to be here right like you, you belong here and stuff like that so your last lfa fight though uh tell us a little bit about that one who did you fight the last time in the LFA? This, it was like a month ago. Oh, that was FAC. Uh, I'm sorry, FAC. My yeah, bad. Uh, That's why we couldn't find it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, that guy's name was uh, Josh Streaker. He was out of Jackson Winks Gym, and uh, we knew he was a tough dude. Like he's one of them guys that if he put a good streak together, like he could get signed. Right. Uh, but I just knew like I was, I was like I had a point to prove. You know, coming off. Uh, he was just a super tough dude, and I really thought I was better everywhere than him. And uh, I'll give him that. He was tough and stubborn. Like, I'd have a choke in and, you know, just soften him up, beating on someone. A lot of guys will, you know, you know, cover up and let you slip that choke in. He ate every shot, and hats off to him. The dude took a, a beating for three rounds and yeah. was stubborn. <laughs> you were And you were doing some uh, – uh, I didn't get to watch it, so I don't know. I just seen highlights of it. So he had some yeah. theatrics going. Uh, that I appreciate. I think that uh, like there's this it factor that fighters have, and it's very, you don't never know who's gonna have it and do stuff like that. You string it together a few fights in the UFC because uh, you, you're authentic. That's what people are, like. Patty Pimlet, dude's authentic, right? One hundred percent. Like him. Conor McGregor was authentic in the original, like right. when he got to start that rise. Yeah, the uh, authenticity is what makes people adore adhere to you. Mm. Is that a word? What? I don't know. We're Maybe. all we're all idiots though. So <laughs> yeah, you're the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dear, but like people, like they clamor to that stuff, and you're you're a real motherfucker, man. I I greatly ap- appreciate that uh, wholeheartedly. So where are you going next? Uh, right now we're trying to get uh one booked. I'm kind of slated half and half a little bit uh, for FAC and uh, October seventh up in Kansas City for that one, and. Uh, just keep racking them up and get back in, man. Uh, I signed with, after my last UFC fight, I signed with Iridium with Jason House and the yeah. guys. And uh, they're pretty confident, you know, that I win two or three and uh, I'll be right back in. So. I, I think your style mixed with fucking win streak is why, I, for sure, you're such a fun fighter to watch and stuff yeah. like that, man. Uh, so you're, you're training part-time out of uh, Glory MMA. And so how's that experience been for you out there? 
Very well. I mean, uh, just the amount of guys that are there that are high level is the difference. You know, uh, there was, you know, on any given day, you're going to have 10 to 15 guys that are in the UFC or UFC vets or Bellator vets that are in the gym. And uh, the people there, it's just the culture's a little different. That's the best way I can put it. Like, right. Uh, you know, Patrick and like he gave me like the work ethic, like wrestling growing up and training on myself first. I thought I was training hard. Like I thought I was working hard. Right. And then Patrick showed me like, no, you got to every day. And this is a lifestyle. This ain't a hobby. This has got to be a lifestyle if you want to do it. So he gave me like that, that work ethic and taught me how to, you know, just keep that ingrained in me every day. And then going up to glory, it was just a smooth transition because all the guys up there, you know, like-minded and it's not like a, an egotistical room when you right. walk in, uh, you know, cause we've been to those gyms where you walk in the room and you're the new guy and everyone looks and they're like, Oh yeah. Fresh. Meat. We're going to get a piece yeah, of that. Yeah. Exactly. Why are you looking at me, motherfucker? I'm, 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 I don't want to say it out loud. That ain't me. I know, I, I know it ain't you, but I don't want to say it out loud. Uh, but, you know, there's a gym. Yeah. A couple of them. <laughs> there's a few of them. Yeah, yeah a few of them that we've, I've been to. You've been to. Yeah. yeah oh. It's it's super uh, nice having that comfortability. You right. know, when you walk into a gym, you feel at ease and you can actually work and get better. And it's just been taken off, man. I feel like I'm really improving. I'm really growing and. Uh, just the the guys that are there that they're showing up daily. Are you? Are you? So you're not? Are you? Are you working? This is your. This is your job. Yes. This is what you're doing. And just as of like March, so I finally got to the point to where you know I, me and my wife are talking, and I'm like, I just don't want no regrets. You know, I w- I want to be able to say I did everything I could to go 100 percent. And be able to sleep at night because I, I could care that. less about the money. I give a shit about, you know, so and so same age as me. He's got a nice boat, you know, a brand new truck. They go to the lake every weekend. I, that shit don't bother me. I want to know what you know what's in me that I can you know have that flame burning until you're, it's out. It's a rare you're a rare breed. It's a rare thing for people to actually do. Like everybody loves to be like I could have. Right. I, yeah. I could have. If it wouldn't have been for my bum knee back in 83, you right. would have never done nothing with your life. Shut the fuck up. You're right. going to do shit. Yeah. Uh, it's very few people that are want to know how far they could. That's what fucking very commendable. And uh, people should be aspired to be more like that. That's fucking awesome that you do that. So what did you do before? Uh, what, what I worked you? at uh, Hyde Sheet Metal. I was an architectural sheet metal worker. Uh, I worked there from 2014 to this year in like March. And, uh, man, they were super great with me. Like, they they would let me take off for camps. Anytime I fought, they were like, no, go. To go I imagine you, you're a pretty good employee, too, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's definitely what helped. You know, mm-hmm. kids our age, you know, Austin's just not too much younger than me, but it's hard getting people our age oh. to get out into a construction, you know, work field. I've tried, I, I hired them. I, I'm, I oversee kids all the time. They fucking... Miss they miss work half the time. Kids don't show up on time. Yeah, they no call, no show. It's like I made a point. Like we're starting at six o'clock in the morning. I'm there at five forty-five every day. Yeah, and there were days, you know, like in the summer, trying to beat the heat. We'd be starting at five thirty. I live an hour away, so I'm up at four o'clock, driving to St. Louis, work all day. That's some country people, man. Come home, see the kids for an hour, go to training, do it all again. You know, that's a grind. 
You gotta love what you do to do that, man, for sure. Dude. And have and have something driving you to, towards that too, because I don't think people understand that. Like you're in, in the track, you're in, in the car an hour each way. You get an hour with your kids and then it's back off to the gym. That's a it's a lot of sacrifice, man. Uh, I hope that I I hope that you get everything that you've uh, that you're going after because I believe you deserve it for sure. And when people say that 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 doesn't make sense, no, you work your ass off and you keep doing what you're doing and all the things will come. We're gonna take a little break real quick and come back and play squared up. This episode of Squared Up is brought to you by the fastest growing and best youth sports program out there today, End Zone Sports. And right now they have fall soccer signups going on for ages 3 to 14. So sign up by going to endzonesports.com backslash gateway. That's N, like the letter N, zonesports.com backslash gateway. Get signed up today. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble. For a round of Squared Up. With Dakota Harry Bush, where'd you go? Hold on, first, let's stop real quick. Best nickname in the game. <laughs> what made you use that as your nickname? Man, that is, I, I, I think it's the best name in the game for sure. And I ain't just being biased about it, but a lot of people have told me that, and uh, and just a ring to it. But uh, my grandpa's name is Harold, my uncle's name's Harold, and. Uh, so they were called Harry Bush you know, <laughs> when they were nice. kids growing up, pestered with it. And then, like, all my uncle's friends, when I'm little growing up, they'd call me, like, little Harry Bush and stuff like that. So so it's actually a nickname that you took on, honestly, and stuff. Right. Yeah. That's what's That's up, sick. man. It was really cool to get to watch that be announced on a UFC stage. Like, and, and nobody bat an eye at it. Just like, yeah. This no, is it. It's definitely, I think, the coolest name out there. So uh, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? An elephant, um, man, that's a because chickens aren't very uh, aggressive wise. Uh, you'd have to get some roosters in there. I'd say they're rabid roosters. Yeah, that, coming in waves. I'd say you'd probably have to get at least three hundred, at <laughs> least. That's a low number. That's man. a way low number. <laughs> it, it, the, the elephant's just gonna lay down and fucking kill one hundred fifty of them, right? Probably more. My number was one billion seven hundred eighty-four million nine hundred thirty-eight thousand two hundred two. That's a lot. <laughs> I didn't think there's that many on earth. <laughs> uh, what would you say if someone asked you for a random piece of advice? Um, to do what you, you know, you're passionate about in life. And, and, you know, everyone has got different circumstances, you know, in life with the cards you're dealt. You know, I get not everyone's got the same opportunities. But to just be uh, diligent and persevere and, and uh, if you're passionate about it, just pursue it. Because at the end of the day on earth, I think happiness is more valuable than, you know, money, uh, anything you can put out as that's not tangible, you know. Right. Yeah. What about you? Don't hang out with Danny Wright. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Danny Wright's a lot of fun. Growing up, how did you see your life being as an adult? Man, at a, at a really young age, you know, when you're in class and you're always – First, second grade, they're like, well, what do you want to do when you're an adult? And uh, everyone's like, I want to be a dirt bike rider. I want to be a football player. At a young age, I always knew I wanted to be a professional athlete, but I didn't really foresee, you know, as a, a fighter. But I've always had that, like, grind in me and that, like, really competition. Did you play football growing up? Or yeah. you obviously played football growing since, up. but Since third grade growing what, what up. What position? Uh, I was uh, running back through, you know – Little league and a little, changed a little bit once I got to high school. Then my junior and senior year, I was back to 
running the ball and playing actually defensive end as well too. Oh wow. Shoot. I would not expect that. Nah, nah. Oh, I got big, dude. I was like 212 pounds of yeah. just oh, raw, raw fat. <laughs> <laughs> now my son, my son's played his whole life and stuff, and uh, they've been trying to put him on the, as a as a uh, linebacker forever because they say he looks like Brian Urlacher, and I'm like, he's a D tackle man. And they finally listen, and he, and he plays D tackle, and he did great. Now that he's gotten a little older, he actually can play in space, mm-hmm. so it's not near as bad. Yeah, but he's 220, 212 pounds. But it's all about uh, they, they judge you so much. Up this way, how you look based on what position they're going to put you in and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think in the NFL, I think the combine's useful, but I I don't like it on the f- like the matters of like you're drafting so and so because his forty times point four faster than this guy, <laughs> but this guy had one hundred and seventy tackles and he had eighty. Why well, you know right. just being on the field and the IQ and the awareness on the field means so much more to me than what your stats numbers are. There was somebody uh, – just a little side thing, but it's belonging with the football lines. They didn't, Some uh, team didn't draft a wide receiver. He was ranked really high on the draft board. And they this had a was chance, recently? Yeah, like yeah. the last two years. They had a chance to get him, and they didn't. And uh, when he was – the coach asked – they were asked the coach why. He said because on Saturday night, he's going to go out and party all night till 3, 4 a.m. And you know what he's going to do on Sunday? Shit's bad. Nope, he's not. He's going to go out and have eight catches, 139 yards. Oh, shit. But you know what he's going to do? He's going to take seven guys with him. And you know what they're going to do on Sunday? They're going to shit the bed. So we took this guy instead. Oh. It's affecting huh. the whole culture. Yes. The whole yeah, team. Yeah. Gary V. It was, Gary V. That. was the guy who made the statement. Who said that. Gary coach. V. was the one talking about that? Yeah, he said a coach told him that. Oh. I thought it was pretty. Had to have been the Jets then. <laughs> yeah. Gary yeah. V. Hey, Jets Jets it. It, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> uh, that one's not for you. How was your notion of what a woman has changed? <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> what an a woman's one. <laughs> that's an old one. For well, we still want to hear your perspective on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was what's your favorite smell? Man, probably gasoline. No, I feel like that. That's a really good smell. I feel like I'm indifferent about gasoline. I don't Stop. feel one way or the other. You, you about don't it. you don't want to huff it when you're pouring your gas and you're pumping gas. No, me neither. <laughs> gasoline, mothballs, stuff like oh, that. No. <laughs> See, that smell reminds me of like childhood shit, like going right. down to the country to hunt and no. opening up a camper that's been sitting in the woods. It reminds me of my dad's fuck. house. That too, yeah. It was, you know why we never had bugs in that fucking cluttered just ass house? Because he throw mothballs everywhere. <laughs> He's just and checking I just them. toss them underneath there. <laughs> I like, fuck that. This shit stinks, pop. Yeah. Uh, growing up, who did you look up to? Uh, my dad, definitely. You know, just being working out of town all the time and showing me, you know, what hard work is like. You know, I, I, I didn't really get the like growing up. He taught me, you know how to be tough, how to work hard, and uh, hunting, you know, which is, like, my favorite thing to do. You know, I love being outside. I love hunting. So I love you, being you've in You've actually killed a turkey? Oh, I've killed a lot of turkeys. With a bow? Not with the bow yet. Yeah. But. I think that's a whole other skill. That is. That's uh-huh. tough, but it, it's on the bucket list. Right on. But, yeah, he just instilled that in me and, you know, seeing what it's like to grind and and not get your instant gratification of, like thinking that, oh, I worked for two weeks and it should be here. Why am I getting my results? Like shit takes time. That's what separates us from animals is the fact that we don't necessarily need that. But I think we're getting closer back to the to the wanting the instant gratification. Yeah, everything, and it might be the cell phone that did it. I to think us. it's the cell because <laughs> now we can fi- everything's quick, so quick to our hand. We can just find what we're looking for. How do you hang your toilet paper? You got to put it in where the roll comes down from the top, and you pull down like that. 
that the right answer? That's the right answer. Okay. For sure. We, we, we established. And only, I used to be an under guy or not really care. But if you're going into a Johnny on the spot, you're not trying to stick your hand up in there. Yeah. So if there's a wrong way to do something, there's for sure a right way to do it. Yeah. Or like that's the thing. Like if I'm going into a bathroom, like a public one, and I got to go. I'm ripping that shit and ripping the seat off before I sit down. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want to be fidgeting <laughs> trying yeah, when I'm yeah. trying to go. Do you hover? At, at, like a, at public at, at a public restroom. I put shit down and sit on it. Right. No, I, right. Think, I don't think any man should hover. Nah, uh, then you're getting splashed. <laughs> splashed. Your legs are going to be burning or whatever you're holding you up. Well, I just don't know. I, I, I can't. I'm going to make a stand there in a hover spot for 35 <laughs> <Yeah>. minutes. That's <laughs> not going to happen. Then you can't plan your phone. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> yeah, we definitely know. I'd be skipping leg day. If you could live forever, what would you do? Man, if I could live forever, I would be mastering turkey hunting. That's that's my number one passion on earth. That's awesome. I would be just chasing them every day. That's it. What do you do when you What do you do when you get one? Do you eat them all the time? Yeah, yeah. Eat the whole thing. It lasts so me like you, two days. You real- <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Turkeys are they can be big as fuck, and dude. they can be mean as fuck too. Yeah. Uh, so you focus almost only on turkey hunting. I deer hunt. Like, I'm passionate yeah. about deer hunting. I uh, go every year. I hunt a lot. Right. But turkey hunting, it just. Is it because it's more of a something. challenge? It is. And yeah. I, I relate it to fighting a lot. Yeah. Like, why I like it and why I like fighting, it's like, I really got to push, you know, the envelope. Like, a lot of people, turkey hunter, like, you go out in the woods, they're gobbling, they fly down off roost, they shut up, and if they're not in your lap, they're like, oh, they're done for the day. Let's go in. It's seven <laughs> o'clock. And I'll stay out all day long. Huh? Where are you supposed to shoot one at? In the head. All right, with right the shotgun. With right. shotgun. Uh, I work over in Illinois, and there's this field this field right next to the wood. There's got a, it's a really nice open space. And there's a wood line back there. And one day we rolled through there, and I bet there were 50 fucking turkey Dude. there. And there was three toms, one on like the, the, this side of it, the middle, and on the other side. And the whole field was just covered. I've never seen that many fucking turkeys the, in my life. One time when I was I can't. I, I couldn't think turkey hunting was that hard. This was like... Oh, yeah. Uh, it, makes just, you th- it makes you think that. No, I, <laughs> I uh, was hunt. It was like one of the first times that dad ever started letting me hunt on my own. Like, I was old enough. to just like, go, go sit in the spot. Walk yourself to your spot. Stay there. Don't come out until, you know, the sun reaches this point in the day. Because I didn't, I didn't bring my phone with me and stuff. Because we didn't have any cell service down there. And, uh... So I was like a little nervous anyways. Like, oh, this one, I'm sitting by myself. I could do this all by myself. And then halfway through the morning, a whole flock of them are like walking right on top of me because I was sitting on the ground. So they're like from me to you. There's a turkey right there. And he doesn't know. None of them know I'm you there. sit on the ground? Yeah. And I'm sh- I'm going to shit my pants. I'm scared shitless of this turkey. Because I was like, I don't know, 12, 13 years old. Just like, holy fuck. I have a rifle in my hand, but I was, st- you I was were, you freaking were, they out. Were, they were going to take the rifle from you. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was bad. Uh, I guess I, I don't want to tell him what I think about hunting because I don't want him to beat me up or nothing. But <laughs> I went hunting with my dad one time, and I, I fucking was. We did the sat down on the, by the tree. He was ass passed out, went to sleep, put the gun or anything, went to sleep, and I'm just sitting there like, so what do we do all day? We just sit there. We just sit here. <laughs> I don't. I, this is not that much fun right. to me. But apparently him and Bo loved it, and they went every fucking year. It was my last time. I liked fishing way more than fucking hunting. I love. You don't like fishing either, be honest. I, I, when I was a kid, I loved it. But you don't now. Oh, I would rather drink and talk about shit. Right. I love fishing, but it doesn't do it for me like hunting. Just because I'm figuring the animal out. You know, I'm trying to figure out what their tendencies are, where they're coming through. Well, uh, and, and I used to be a real big like animal lover. Where I, I couldn't shoot an animal. Right. I, I really couldn't have shot an animal five years ago. 
But now I could probably pop off a deer a day and not give two fucks about right. it because they're dumb as shit. I must hit one last night going to work. Again, running right across fucking Telegram. Yeah, especially up in here, like where you guys are area, they're they're more like the rivers, right squirrels. There. You know, yes. they're like people squirrels for us back home. I come out of my basement. With, I live on the other side of the highway, but it was really all I did was move down river. And uh, I come out of my, I'm talking on the phone, talking shit, and I look up, and there's like the biggest buck I've ever seen. And he like starts to, <laughs> you can see that because it was cold, you can see the air yeah. come out. And I just like, I thought it was, it was amazing. I'm like, that's why, how can anybody ever shoot that? And then after I've hit one and then almost hit like 94 other, I'm like, nah, we can shoot every one of them. <laughs> Mow those motherfuckers and down. And then you look at Jefferson Barracks right up the road. They're just loaded with monsters in there. I know a guy who may or may not have practiced his bow <laughs> in Jefferson Barracks. <laughs> <laughs> In a tree, <laughs> just practice. We caught him just up. In, we caught him up in uh, Crownland Park too one day, uh-huh. hanging out in the street, like sighting in his bow and shit. We just call him Concrete Cowboy, Big Country, because mm-hmm. he was clearly not supposed to live in in South City, but not that's, where, you belong, that's where he grew up and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking. It was insane. Do you sleep with the TV on or off? Off. I can sleep with it on though. It doesn't bother me. But if um, you have your your choice, you're... yeah, it's off. But there's got to be a fan on. Like a box gotta, fan. Gotta be a fan on. I used to not be that way, but my wife like introduced it, me to it. And now I'm stuck like that. I turn my vent off in the wintertime and I cover it too. And then I have a, a fan that goes in the window. It's like a window fan. Mm-hmm. And then I have another fan that sits on the dresser that's turned towards us so that we can be like six degrees in my room. Right. All winter. I fucking love it. What do you think your last words will be? Not what do you want them to be? Right. What do you think they will be? Because I know what mine are going to be. The, the words of Tupac. Fuck you. Yeah. Why? You don't even. You're just gonna be late. We're all gonna be watching you die slowly. <laughs> and you're gonna see me pop up. And I'm gonna be looking at you, and be like, you're not gonna say it. No, yes, you're I not am. even gonna be able to speak, you stupid fuck. <laughs> and you're gonna say some. You're gonna be slobbering on the side. That is of your so mouth. mean. Like, oh. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. We have, I have a rule with the boys. I get to any state like that in life, you gotta go ahead and take care of it. And I'm gonna bully him into ca- not doing it. You call, just so you can't say. You call fuck Jamie Pastro up. He's, he'll get you what we need to get. <laughs> He's go by and poke me with it. And we're all good. I'm not slobbering off myself. Fuck that. No, not no. a chance. I couldn't. I couldn't no, do I that. Nobody wants that. And I don't want that on people to have to take care of me. You know, I don't want to be a nuisance to anyone. See, like we kind of had to do this with my dad, and from my standpoint. I, w- I wanted him to do that. I, d- I wasn't really a nuisance. I mean, some things it were just they were hard to figure out and shit. Yeah. But the longer I could keep him and stay right. with him, I, I would. I fucking wanted it. Yeah. Me doing if I'm the one doing that though, nah. Fuck all y'all. I'm, I need to go today because that shit sucks. And that's I get you know both sides of it. Like I'm sure my kids and my wife and family is gonna want me to be around as long as possible. I don't think mine will. And then <laughs> you're gone, buddy. Yeah. You're gone. Can we speed go ahead and wrap it yeah. up, bud? <laughs> speed this up. Yeah, get this going, Dad. <laughs> Last words. Man, I don't know. Probably, That's if it. I I picture myself dying in the woods sometime, so I don't even know if I'm gonna have any last words. Of just sitting there and. Let nature the be. Tom finally got dying. me. Yeah. The Tom finally got me. I want to be found dead laying in the woods, <laughs> and a turkey laying dead next to me. We both. I got him too. That's not a bad way. You. I don't. I don't. You were young enough. They might upload you into a yeah. phone or some shit I might like not that. Never die. That's <laughs> fucked up. I'll be, be so mad if I missed it by that much. I'd be so fucking mad. <laughs> That'd be great, man. No, it would not. It would not. If you were to get banned from the library, what would it be for? Or if I was to get banned from the library, what would it be for? You being yeah. loud, dude. Drunk and disorderly. <laughs> He's like, I just want to read. Yeah. <laughs> if I was to get arrested, what would I get arrested for? 
would say drunk and disorderly. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I've been to the fights. Yeah. I've seen you at the fights. It'd be like you threatening somebody. Is my face drunk. red? Yeah, it's a little red. You look a little embarrassed. No, cause, yeah. Like, Damn it. I'm like, oh, shit. That's who he I am. He just thinks I'm a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good, though. You know, I don't, I don't have, like, it just depends, you know, like Patrick says this all the time as well, like, if you want to fight, you can go find a fight. You can you can go anywhere in town and find a fight if you want to fight. It mm. don't take a tough guy to find a fight. So he's, it's just people's perspective. Like when I'm out in public and I see you, I'm just like, Danny's having a good time. <laughs> I don't take no offense to it. I don't think anybody should. Some people do. A lot of people do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Maybe the barking. There's more to it than that, but yeah. The loudness. The loudness. Hey, hey, are also really big. Hey, so hey all just... you people out there that are upset about my loudness and my barking, I just have one thing to say from the bottom of my heart, man. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> all right, that's all I want to say about that. If you could remove one color from the spectrum, what would it be and why? Hmm. Man, I don't know. Probably red. That's told you. You guys always say red, and I tell you to turn around, and you look at the bulls. I can't see it behind and the Cardinals, I can't see it behind and me. And the Rockets. I don't know what you're talking about there. I don't know what you're talking about there. Austin, you? Uh, yellow. I, I, I yeah, pro- honestly, looking color. back, you know, you say yellow is probably like the most plain. It's boring. What do you use yellow for? The Lakers? That's it? Yeah. It's actually, it's gold. Yeah, so. Is there a diff- <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> uh, who is a person that reminds you of a character from a movie or TV show? Oh. There's a guy I train with. He's going to kill me for saying this. Up in Kansas City. His name's uh, Don Shanus. Shameless Don, he's from Boston. Shameless Don. Shameless Don. He's a he's a good dude. Uh, his girlfriend, I don't know if they're girlfriend friends, whatever. She's from Boston too. She moved down with him, Don. and uh, he's short. He's a forty fiver, but he's like five, five, five six around there, and uh, she calls him Thumb Thumb <laughs> off of Spy Kids. You know, oh the little no! Thumb. And he kind of looks no. like that. So once I seen that, like it was stuck. <laughs> you can't and, unsee it. Yeah, and I, I hate to bash him on it, but that's that's the one that comes to mind. My boss at work looks like Quagmire. Oh man, that's got worse. the chin. It, it looks like Quagmire. You hit him with the giggity giggity. No, I, don't, <laughs> no I, I actually like the guy, so I don't do any of that. But he does. One the guy at work said it one time, and it was just like that. Where I looked at, it, I was like, holy fuck, and I can't unsee it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, if you could remake a movie, any movie, what movie would it be that you would star? Remake a movie that you would star, and what movie would it be? Uh, just for educational purposes, uh, the fighter or not the fighter, the warrior with, uh, two brothers. Yeah. Tom Hardy. Tom because Hardy. no Joel dudes Edgerton. fighting with their shoulder hanging off like that one arm coming at somebody. I don't know, man. I think he is. I don't think they're letting that happen. <laughs> I either. think he, they, they do it. They've done it in boxing. Actually. They've literally, it's happened in boxing where the dude's arm was down here because he was fucking popped out of socket and he knocked him out with his other arm. Damn. You can Google that. Actually, hey, I, check yeah. boy. Oh, he's not here today. I'm sorry, actually, because I fought. When I but dropped, that's not MMA. That's, when I dropped that's different. That, that's different. When I dropped that kid on his shoulder and he his collarbone broke, he fought probably a minute and a half. They know like it was the, broke, though? No. or they didn't. No, they didn't know, but if you go back and look at the video, you can tell because he's not picking See, it up anymore. He's not throwing it I think it that anymore. they don't let you if, they, if, if it's a... Uh, if it's brought to the doctor's attention or to the referee's right. attention, but I don't know how the the boxer literally had his arm hanging there, yeah, and then knocked the dude out with his other arm. You know how sad you'd have to dude, be to get knocked out by one arm. I'm guy. sorry, I'm pissed off because I, I had to bring this up. What is going? The last two UFC main events that we've had have both ended in first round injury. When you have 75 fucking events a year now? No, I know, but it, but no, that's why it's crazy. It's a lot of events. It just sucks. I, I'm sorry. I just pissed me off because that's I was saying, a w- the UFC cards on tonight. Austin, and I was like, if I see another one, I'm gonna lose. It's an injury caused by a move submission, like 
Ortega lost. I'm talking about the, but the, not the last one. Did you or, see the last one? There was a shoulder got popped out. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Blades and uh, his knee. Aspinall. Aspinall. Oh, he no. threw a leg kick and he stepped back, or I don't know if it was his leg kick, if it was like a switch knee. Something happened where he stepped back I, on his leg, his knee. Popped. I didn't see the actual MCL towards MCL or something. Yeah, I didn't actually see the event. I just seen him like fall back down. So yeah, I, yeah. I didn't see how it went, but uh, he got that's a submission. That's a, you lost because of what he did to you. Oh, and Yair and Ortega. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And who would have ever? But it kind of sucks because he, he was to yank it out and it popped. He out. was doing the defense. He that was doing one, it just right. I get that. Like he caused he caused that the happen. injury. Yeah, that that's a win all day. Fuck but that's yeah. the same thing that happened with the same effect fight when I dropped that kid on his shoulder. On my record, it says it's a win. It is on his record. They got it somehow. They got it switched to a uh, no contest. A no contest. But I picked you up and dropped you on yeah, your shoulder. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah. That's a definitely for sure a win. I, I, don't even, I remember you doing that, but I don't like. Did you? You didn't spike him. It was an actual takedown, wasn't it? He had me in a, in a guillotine, but we had practiced over and over again on, that step to the side lift, crotch lift. If he doesn't let go, it's on him. Yeah, because you're not allowed to spike. But if they, had I the didn't option, spike him no, though. If they, if they have the option no. to let go, I think he put his arm down. And when I brought him down, and he put his arm down, he like something broke in there. Because after the, I did it twice. You should tell Joey that. Well, like, I'll break your collarbone. I'll break your collarbone. <laughs> you I think you should be able to spike. Because well, I, I agree. If why they're, why if they're can you knee there? people in the face? Why can you elbow people in the face? If well, I can pick you spi- up and slam you the on spike, your head. You know, I mean, I, 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 I'm going to have to disagree. I, cause now that I, I don't want anybody it, to break their you can, neck. Yeah, because your neck is going to jar. Like Your neck's not built for the sh- uh, shock absorber and stuff like but, that. But the rule if is If they there. have the option to let go, yeah. they should let and go. And that's the rule, is it not? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're in an arm bar. Oh, yeah, you should be able to. And you can drop someone on that triangle. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying like let go of me. Not like a full on belly you, no, to back suplex. Right. You know, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Do you see when Fedor got dropped on or Ke- Kevin Kevin Randleman? Randleman. Yeah. That was still I don't any armbar him like a minute later. Speaking of which, you know, like I think the biggest issue we're running with, you know, obviously judging, but man, I went to the FAC fights last night, and there was a ref there. I don't know who he is. I've never seen him, but it's for Missouri, dude. That was Bad. hands down. I mean. I swear my six-year-old boy could ref a fight better. And I'm not – and I don't ever critique right. people because that's a hard job. It know? is a really that's hard, a hard job, job that, to do. There's that woman who does it too, and she sucks. Dude. For, in Missouri. Locally, yeah. Yeah, she fucking is horrendous. So you know how amateurs, you're not allowed to, what, an ankle lock, right? Yeah. No ankle lock. Or but can, you, can you can do straight, a straight ankle lock. Straight knee bar. Yes. So yeah. this dude has a guy in a straight knee bar, like right up the gut, you know, laying on, popping up. The guy taps. The ref stops it. And then says it was an ankle lock. Stop the fight. And then after even, the he, tap, after the dude tapped, he doesn't um, know what he's seeing. Yeah. And then started him again. Had what the, the fight. Yeah. A pro? Amy. So they kept fighting. The guy, thankfully, ended Still up won. coming back and getting an arm triangle. Thank God. But <laughs> he, took some, he took some. He took some. Dude, the announcer said it. And winner by submission twice now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, he deserves that, though. I would have definitely that said that shit, but too. But that ref missed. That he did that, he stood up a buggy choke. A guy was in a buggy choke, and you know when you see we people, like to call those the Claymore, right? Yeah, Lucas is a stud with yeah, those. I'm just, I'm and uh, the dude was, you know, when someone's close to submission, you start seeing them get that frantic, yep. like squeamish look. The dude was starting to panic, and the ref stops it and stands him up. What was the reasoning? Do you just he was Stale, that, is, they were called it a stalemate? Yeah. That's insane. Those were, up. Just, that's literally him not knowing what he's seeing. We're very, yeah, we're very fortunate with the referees we have in our area. But they yeah. have to be educated, you know. To no, be our in our that referees position. in St. Louis are good. Right, our judges right. in St. Louis are fucking 
they're wishy washy. Well, I like a couple of them because I think they're good. I, mean, I, go, I go bother them, and I like guys. I the guys I know. I don't ever go bother that lady because she fucking just horrendous. I don't know what she's watching. But I go and Rob. I, mean, I talk to these guys and I ask them, "What did you see?" Because Rob and I had a disagreement not too long ago uh, with the fight, and I was like, "I only seen two rounds, Rob." That girl won both rounds. What did? The, what the fuck did you see that thought the other girl won? And he explained it, and I disagree with him still. Right. But I like the fact you that, understood his explanation. Oh fuck yeah! That you could, you know that he believes that for sure. He's yes. not just pulling out of his ass. Yeah. No, he yeah. He, he believed that's really what happened. Yeah. He's right that that's what happened. That's not. It's just you, it shouldn't be interpreted that right. way. Yeah. yeah. But I, I and I love talking to those guys. I ask him. Uh, Lance Benoist is another one. Really He's good. Great. Yeah. Really, really good judge and shit, man. And I think it's to the point like. We're getting so, like, in the early days of MMA, MMA, you know, it was more one-dimensional arts. And, like, you had your traditional styles coming in. It was easier to judge, like, like a jiu-jitsu guy with a, a boxer. Obviously, if he's on the ground, he's going to be winning right. the fight. If it's on the feet, the boxer, you know, early days. Let me play the, the other side of this. The, uh, if, let's say let's use the UFC in particular. They have a 30-foot cage sometimes. Right. And I'm sitting here, and they're all the way over there. I can't really see what they're doing. I know they got a monitor down yeah, here and shit like yeah. that. But you're, you're looking back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that sometimes from where you're sitting. Oh, that's it, 100%. It's, it's, uh, it's different to see the fight and shit like that. Definitely I don't, affects it. it. For sure can, but some of them are just so bad, man. Oh, yeah. there, there's been some. <clears throat> I, oh, Yo Romero is a prime example, and I'll explain why. He said something one night about the uh, when they passed the gay law or whatever like and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he made a comment. He made a comment like when he won. I said that night he would never win another close, close decision, yeah. and he hasn't. Mm-mm. Well, no. we'll see what happens he beat, in Bellator. He beat Whitaker. He beat Whitaker. Well, I'm saying he's in Bellator now. We'll see He beat what Whitaker. Happens. He destroyed that guy. He's, he's going to finish all those guys. Yeah. And he beat fucking Adesanya when they fought, too. I, I don't care what anybody says. Three rounds to two for sure. How Maybe. old is Yoel now? 42. You know, he got oh, in the UFC he when he was like 36, yeah. 37. Chael Sonnen said he's, he's weighed the same weight. He's fought in the same weight class. For 25 years. in the Olympics and when stuff. When he got his uh, orbital broke, by the time he went to the doctor on like Wednesday or it was Tuesday, already healing. Yeah. Stronger, yeah. That's those Cubans, whatever they were doing way back in the day. Yeah, they were experimenting stuff on him, yeah. yeah he's a fucking, I, I don't think we've ever seen anybody quite like him. Mm-mm. And I think, you know, the judging wise is the, it's the big, you know, talking MMA right now, especially in the UFC, because look how many split decisions we're having on a card I think like, sometimes we over we over like uh, robbery is a really difficult definitely there's a difference word. between a close fight and a robbery yeah, when you go on YouTube or when you go on Instagram not Instagram fucking uh, Twitter and half of them are split he got robbed yeah, yeah. Like, I was like I didn't even have to see the fight to know that it was pretty close probably yeah I have a, that's something I've had explained to my friends who are you know just like casual fans like there's a difference because I can see how the guy you that guy might have won the fight let if me, it comes down to that it's a different let thing. me ask you this question and I'll give you Yoel and uh, Robert Whitaker a fight like that. That uh, let's say let's say Whitaker did win three of the rounds, but he got the fuck beat out of him in two of those rounds. Who are you giving that fight to? See, as a fight as a whole, I give it to Romero. But as you know, the aesthetics of round by round. I'm, I'm, just, I'm gonna score a close round to the guy who dominated the previous round, though. I I don't think you can do that, but I would do that. And so, a, a huge thing with f- fighting and judging is. Human instinct. No matter whoever the person is, when we watch a fight, Who do you, you want think? a guy to win. Oh yeah. Before the fight, yeah. right? There's an automatic. I don't have that. Unless, if you guys are all rooting for somebody, then I want him to lose. 
That's <laughs> yeah, but like, that, so either way, that's I'm an contra- automatic bias. I'm the contrarian. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, even if you know you're casual fans, yeah. they're like, "Oh, his hair looks cool. I yes, want him to is. win." Yep. You know, so they'll watch the fight, wanting him to win and be a close fight. Well, that's bullshit. I thought he won. Well, no, this guy landed 40 more strikes and took him you, down twice. You overlook and, what you don't. Yeah. Right. So when I watch fights, I make a point to really watch them unbiasedly and try to really, you know, navigate what's going on. I do too, unless it's the fighter I like. Right. And then I'm <laughs> Nate Diaz. Wins every round ever. <laughs> He's never lost. It's like, but close fights, like you're saying, like you, you really can, like I understand fights. Like, hey, I can see. I'm mad because I wanted him but to win, but I see John why Mickey he won. had the greatest explanation of this ever. I haven't he heard that it, name in it, a while. He had it at cage championships too. That's a scary man sometimes, he is. dude. Yeah. He's standing up by the cage. I guess I don't know if his fight or somebody else's fighter. And at this time, he had kind of blown up a little bit, so he's already six five or whatever the fuck, six four, and he's got way, a bunch of weight on him too. So he's like monster of a man. Yeah. And he's like, "This is why you got to have point scoring point five. You add up the amount of ass whoopings." And he's so loud that you can everybody hear can hear him. Everybody shut up and just like looking at him. But he's t- he was truthful. Yeah. Like if you add up the amount of ass whoopings in the fight, that guy won. Period. That's why yo. That's why George, GSP lost to Johnny Hendricks. Even oh, for sure. Juicing. That was for sure. Yeah. That, that's yeah. a robbery. Right. That's a robbery. Yes. And I'm saying this. I'm biased, but this. I'll take this to my grave. Jake versus Arlowski was a robbery. Yes. That's oh, a that's, robbery. Yeah. We watched it live. That's not. We that's were not at the you. Yeah. yeah. We were at the fight. That's not just you. That's everybody. I who, thought most people thought that he won that fight. I don't think it was a close fight. Like I don't think the scoring should have been close. I, the you know fight what? was close. One ref talked- had or one judge had a thirty twenty seven yeah. for Jake, and yeah. that's what I I said. Round I, two I, was the closest. I, I gave round, round two to Arlowski, but, but I thought Jake pulled away and did his thing. Uh, I didn't what, know how, and that that's ju- our judge bias. Oh, for that sure, it's Arlovsky yeah. because it's Arlovsky. I also thought we talked about this when we watched it. I think there was some uh, what like are you, what are you gonna say because body language stuff that 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 ga- that tipped the scale towards. I know. Them. Why would you say that? We're not trying to have Jake ever hear that. No, <laughs> I'm not. Jake's a cool dude. He, I like Jake. I'm I, just saying. I think Austin that's what it. did it. Austin said it. I didn't say that. Jake, Jake. you can come beat me up <laughs> if you want. I'm sorry. I think that's no, what I, happened. I do think though. sometimes that the the eye test uh, yeah. affects the way fighters, the, how judging goes and stuff like that, which it shouldn't. No, it shouldn't at all. What, is, what was your favorite subject in school? Um, probably PE. <laughs> <laughs> what does the color happy look like? <laughs> I, that's an honest fucking answer. I love it. Probably PE. Um, happy. I'd say it's like purple. Purple's a great, good color for you. Like blue. I figured you would say blue red or orange. You're a no, red is angry because you're a leprechaun. Uh, <laughs> what is the best dinosaur? Um, probably pterodactyl because you can fly and that's get away. Row, ain't it? That's two in a row. That's you can row. fly away from danger and you Still can also wreak havoc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, I like that answer a lot. Uh, this is a dumb question, uh, so I'm going to ask it. If mermaids were real, would they have live babies or would they lay eggs like fish? We answered this They question. would lay eggs. Yeah. yeah they have to. to. It's such a the stupid, bottom it's such the a stupid bottom question, are... though. What song always makes you move? So I'm a I'm a oldies kind of guy, like classic rock. That's like my stuff. So yeah. fuck yeah. Uh, a song that gets me moving and feeling good is you can't ever go wrong with like some some Bob Seger stuff like that. That's that's my jam. You know, Hell that's yeah, my dude. favorite. What are you singing on karaoke night? Ooh, um, that gets wild sometimes when <laughs> I get the mic on karaoke. So. so you do karaoke? Oh yeah. <laughs> 
I'll get down He's to happy some. As fuck, dude. That's awesome. Uh, some Skinner, some Gimme Three Steps. I always fuck get yeah. the people going with that. <laughs> Gets the people going. Yeah, that's badass. It's provocative. So, what's your what song is your guilty pleasure that you don't necessarily aren't happy about that you that people to catch you jamming out to driving down the highway or you don't really want your boys from the gym to see you? Yeah, uh, if if I'm listening to music and I get heat for it. Uh, like some Smokey Robinson, some cruising, some oh, that's old good music. No, that's yeah, that's no, my no, jam. Yeah, dude. that's just some country people not, not yeah, appreciating right, Smokey yeah, Robinson. Yeah. Like my favorite song is uh, to do that too. Is it Miley Cyrus to climb? Oh, that's a good one, dude. It's a banger. Thank you. Fucking Thank rips. you. Miley's, she's got some good ones, dude. I mean, everyone she's knows Miley songs. Yeah. It's because she's been fucking Hannah Montana forever. Yeah. What makes you feel old? Uh, <laughs> we were just talking about this last night. Me and my wife, like. Being up in Kansas City and like, I'm 28, but I feel like, and I I don't like really feel it for myself, but like mentally I know that like I'm in my prime, like my best is I'm not peaked yet, yep. you know I'm on my way up still, and these young guys that are 22, 24, like right in there, they're like asking me stuff, and you know James uh, Krause is like, you know these are the vets in the room, like. You know, Jason Hyde, Dakota, these guys that are older, they're the vets. They've been around the block. And I'm in my head, I'm like, fuck you, you guys. calling a vet, bro. I'm still young. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. No, that hurts a little. But <laughs> both both sides are right, though. Yeah. Because uh, compared to the 22-year-old guy who's just starting out, you are, right? you're definitely a vet. You got some experience. But uh, I think your peak, man, MMA is different than I think other, than any other sport. Like, Because normally your the athleticism peak is like 28 to 32, 25 right. to 32. But in MMA, it's because it's not so much at just athleticism. It's knowledge, it's knowledge, and movement, playing chess, and, man. and sleight of hand. I think all of our champs yeah. are in the 30s at this point, they except, are. except for Yuri. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it's like even sleight of hand and stuff. But and you get better as you get older with that. Yeah, yeah. Yuri's so, what 29 though. I think. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's close to it. Uh, what do you think of that guy? I think he's a fucking he's animal, good. dude. He's good. He's scary as fuck. He's so. He was losing. Oh, for sure, yeah. Glover. He. But he doesn't quit. I know. I know. I know. But. That's Glover, by the way. Like, let's not talk about the, like yeah, people look past the fact I've, that Glover's no, been I've, around forever. I've seen him and he get can beat anybody. I've seen him get knocked out too many times or get beat too many times. But the only person I know he's been knocked out by was was and, Anthony and, Johnson. I know. Who else? J- John Jones. John Jones didn't knock him out. What did he do to him? They, I think it was beat the shit out of him. Well, Gus knocked him out. Yeah. Those uppercuts. Oh, the uppercuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about those. What happened to Gus? <sighs> Just I the, lo- man. The chin's he gone, better, man. He needs to retire. But I think that uh, he got knocked out with a like a. He had that guy's leg, and it was just like a little shovel uppercut or like I a catch on the right spot. Yeah, and he went. Mike Tyson's quick. been put to sleep. No, he hasn't either. I think it's just the the, the trauma, bro. Well, this he is that the thing drive so? too. I think he's had a lot of wars. The, the wars, you know, people love him, but I feel like in my career, I've I haven't taken damage to my head, and it, I think that saves you it, in it, the long run. I think well, one of the things that I I think about that is if you get a concussion today. And you don't fucking do shit for three months. Okay. That's great, right? If you get a concussion today and then you're sparring in two weeks, that's bad. I think that's where some of that—it's not the fight necessarily; it's the fucking the compounding of it. Yeah, I, mean, I got knocked off for fucking hellas. I was out of shape, cut fucking thirteen pounds, didn't even cut all of it. Uh, man, I won round one. I don't even remember round two. Which fight was this? Roy Davis. Come out oh, for, yeah, I remember I, that. I, I, I fucking squatted. Yeah, did you? <laughs> it was fun. I squatted down to shoot on a dude. He hit, like, perfectly Beautiful timed uppercut. it. Uppercut. Yeah. I came to in the bathroom. Oh, like, shit. Well, like, he was up I was in the cage, up walking, No, I was out, for, I was out for, like, yeah. five minutes. 
literally for five minutes. And they said I was breathing all fucked up funny. And then we're in the bathroom and I'm walking and I look over and I see my teammate, John Davis, there. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like it started coming yeah, together. Like actually I being there. I have yeah. memory back now. And John Davis was like, oh, he's back. And I'm like, fuck, man, what fucking, oh, my God, what happened? Like, what do you remember? And I was like, my legs being tired at the end of round one. I was like, that's what I really remember because I hadn't been fighting, doing nothing. I was just like, yeah, I'll take the fight. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I was like, I remember my legs being tired. And then I don't remember anything after that. Uh, uh, but I didn't have any, I didn't have anything. I didn't f- train after. I didn't get punched in the face after that for hellas. So there was like nothing. There was nothing done. No, yeah. I didn't have night. It healed the way it's supposed to heal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's true for everybody or all the time. But through my own experience, that's, I believe that the compound injury, head injuries yeah. is what piles well, up. Well, we've talked about shit. this with like Stipe when he got knocked out oh, by, by D- DC. Yeah, when DC knocked him out. That was Ngannou who knocked him out. He really. was still, yeah. Those effects were still there because they were too close. I know I've talked about this before, but uh, who I, else? that just happened to somebody else too? Uh, I don't know, but oh no, Robbie Lawler. I've heard this explained to me by uh, somebody at the gym, a guy who been fighting way back, like in St. Louis for a while before it kind of got to a point it's at now, and he explained it to me like he he felt because when he had stopped, it's because he kept getting knocked out over and over again. He had felt that it was like the body starts to protect itself That's, yeah so like he would sometimes like he said if it was in my prime that same punch probably wouldn't have put me out but at some point my body's just like fuck it if i go out now i know i'm not going to take any more and we're so Damage, we're just going to shut right. off well i also think there's a you think differently at 38 than you do at 28 yeah. because at 38 you've done all of it still so you and you remember that it never feels good right right but you you at 28 i'm trading that off at 32, I'm trading that off. As you get a little older, maybe you're not so apt yeah. to do that. Yeah. That's what's great to be young. I think training-wise, like, even, you know, like, I was around in the days still, like, where sparring early. was Beating the hard. Shit you know, yeah. like, yeah. you came to the gym, and it was a fight. Jake made a lot of people not come to the gym. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. No, I, I, I watched so many people I were know. supposed to meet that dude, and then fucking they thought they got in their car to go to the gym, and they were like, I'm probably not going to go meet Jake. (laughs) You know, I I had those days, but not not many. You know, I didn't really have a lot of those days. That's why you're where you are and why you are who you are. Uh, Those guys were never going to make it anywhere. They had some of them had fucking the potential to do all kinds of things. But if you ain't got it here and fucking here together on the same page, you're never going to do that. It's okay to be scared. You do it scared. Right. It doesn't matter. Like you, you just go do it afraid. It doesn't matter. Say fuck it. Yeah, because if yeah, this is what your goal is, this is what you want, yeah. you're going to find many guys like that. And Jake never, at least not at Burgers, beat the shit out of anybody. He just sparred. It's just good. Yeah, he was just fucking that. super good, man. Yeah. He was so fast. He knocked out Mark one time on accident. I think I told you Mark that. Mark. Potentiary. Yeah. 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 He told me that story. I caught him on the side of my eye. They were, I think they were, they were boxing in that little area. Yeah. And Mark like, I'm, oh, shit, I'm going to get my stuff and go. <laughs> <laughs> Jake was a scary dude, though. And you're down there with all those monsters, though. Like that, what? Do you, how does that go? How does that work? How did that like? What was that like going into training with those guys? So forever. I mean, you know, at the pit, we'd always have guys coming and going right. that were, you know, half ass about it. But forever, for eight years, it was me and Jake, and it would just be me getting like not winning rounds, not grappling rounds, you know. And I would be frustrated because I'm like, this dude never wrestled, you know, he never played a sport, but he's this fucking good. And we're in a, a gym that's, you know, from where your drop ceiling starts to here, that's as big as the pit. Right. Just this little area. And uh, in the summer, the mats burn your feet. In the winter, you got to wear socks because it's so damn cold. Yeah. 
and it just hardens you. It's that, that just that room molds you and people don't realize, you know, me and Jake and Patrick, just us three in there two or three hours a day, every day. Just rain, sleet, snow, shine. I don't think people get that drive. That's a I like. I don't think I know anybody else that has it like that. that, that but st- like, that's a lot of obstacles to over. That's some fucking Dagestan type shit. It's yeah, what it, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's a drive that you can't fucking you can't duplicate. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm blown away by that. That's amazing. <laughs> that's why you are where you are though, because you kept coming back for all of that shit. Right. Right. Uh, that's what I was gonna say, Jake. I seen Jake. My first fight, Jake got. Choked out by uh, Blake Catham. Yeah. The very next week, he's at the gym. I want to say it was the very next week he was at Burgers. Blake was a fucking a savant when it came to grappling. Oh, Blake trained at Burgers? Yeah. Okay. He was a, like, a crazy I savant. I talked about him. His stand-up wasn't that good. Good wrestler. But he was, yeah, he was a good wrestler, and jiu-jitsu was his thing. Yeah. And he, I think he choked Jake out in like under a minute or whatever. But the next week, he's up at the gym training with him because he wants to improve I'm, and get I'm better. Learn, yeah. yeah, people don't aren't like that, man. Yeah. Uh, cats or dogs? If you absolutely have to, which one are you eating? Eating a dog, <laughs> for sure. I, I, Not because I I like I dogs. I like that. dogs better. They're fatter than but cats. The dogs are gonna taste better. But have cats, meat on them. I don't like cats for one because I'm allergic I don't have to a cats. Cat. I don't have a cat. He was looking and around like yeah. <laughs> I was looking to see if I have one. About my, to stalk my no, ass. You see my big dog up there? He ain't fucking with a cat. <laughs> Aside from the necessities, what is the one thing you couldn't go a day without? Um. Man, just being grateful, you know, like really like, you know, you can't go out with water, but I make a fact to every single day to really, truly like smell the roses. I had a problem with that, you know, getting so caught up in like life and just getting in that rut and routine and I'm not being grateful or thankful. And now I'm just like truly every day. I'm like, man, I'm fucking blessed to be able to wake up healthy and do what I can do. You so know? you're a great person on top of all of that too. That's fucking makes that's you feel a, like shit, huh? No, nah, <laughs> that make me feel like shit. Hey, you people who don't like me on Saturday night, go fuck yourself. <laughs> how old were you when you? How old were you when you found out there was no Santa? No Santa, probably around second, third, fourth grade. I thought I was gonna say I thirteen was, for a second. I swear <laughs> to God, uh, dude, I was pissed <laughs> though was when I kid. did. Yeah, I didn't want to believe it. Like I was looking, snooping, and staying up. And then, like, was like, fuck, please don't find no presents. Like, I want them to be real. And then find the presents. I'm like, fuck. But let's see what's in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Stop shaking it. Because you're still a kid. You're still, like, fuck it, I'm going to take these presents. I don't care to say anything. Let's see real. what's in this. <laughs> what song do you want played at your funeral? Ooh, man. I got the perfect one. You have a shitty one. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Let the bodies hit the floor. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Everybody, everybody's just like, man, this is this is weird. <laughs> Probably hinder lips of an angel. Oh, I'm kidding. You know that? <laughs> you don't know that song? No, you know that song. You know that song. I, if I heard you've it, heard it. It's like one of those like 2000s like kind of like. Bubble. Play it real quick. Yeah, dude. You're gonna know it. You're like, rough. oh really? Hey, put it into the microphone. He's obviously been jamming out to it before. Nah, dude, that song's painful. But if I had to pick, probably like. Uh, Got some right CCR, some like oh, oh yes, fuck yeah. yes, fuck yeah. You know it. Once you hear the first couple words, you'll know this song. Honey, why you me? No, I don't. You don't know this? Never heard that. Hold on, hold on. It's. You don't know this song at all. 
That's probably good. Like You're a, probably better off not like knowing. Like when it. I was in like sixth grade and seventh, like middle school. I could see school, jamming out to that. We're going to like skaters, which was like the skating rink we yeah. go every Friday night. And getting down, you know. St. Clair's like, got a skating rink? Well, it was in Union, which oh, is the town over. Right so on. we'd be over there, you know, all the other towns are coming in. And it's like trying to get with, you know. So you're protecting our girls, our stock, but we're trying to recruit. <laughs> and uh, that song come on and you'd always be looking for your girl to skate, holding hands with. That's what I'd bring it back that, to. It was so corny with them. That's fucking that's awesome. How would your friends describe you? Uh, I would say just... Uh, you know, determined, hardworking, uh, just easy going, having fun. You know, not really. And we'll break your neck if he has to. If yeah. I have to, yeah. not really, really. You know, that's why I say with everything that's going on in the world today, I don't give a shit about nothing. You know, as long as it don't affect me, my family, the way I'm living. If you're not hurting me, you're not disrespecting me. I don't care who you are. You show me respect, I'm gonna, you know, reciprocate it the same exact way you give it to me. That's awesome. Yeah. You? How would your friends describe you? Finicky. Finicky. I think that word was the was made for you. What is that word? What do you mean? It means Austin. No, explain though. Finicky. Get your phone out. Look it up. Oh fact check, boy. I'm not the fact checker. You didn't show up today. Now don't get short with me, Mister Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> Finicky. What does what it say? Must see about one's needs or requirements. What does what's that? That's what the that's what it showing or requiring great attention to detail. That's the other. That's not you. Must see about I one's f- needs or requirement. When I hear finicky, I think of someone that's but the, like. Doesn't it look like him though? Like kind of. You just you're just making fun. Like, you're just making fun. I know it didn't land very well. Yeah, it was a shitty joke. The word the word finicky fits you though, but the definition may not. Doesn't. It's, yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It, uh, yes, it does. Smurf. That doesn't have anything to do with the word finicky. What is your biggest pet peeve? All right, what is what is one of your pet peeves? Like mine is fucking people at the grocery store. Grocery store etiquette is the stay word. to the fucking right. Yeah. All right. I, you know, I somebody posted that the other day, and I was like, yeah, I fucking hate old people. I'm just, it's Facebook. I'm clown. I'm just trying to be funny. Somebody's aunt. I'm not. Somebody's aunt, people. mom, or grandma did not think it was funny, oh, no. and was like, "Oh, really? Is that how you feel?" And I said, "Ma'am, I'm really sorry. I did not mean to offend you. I was just trying to be funny. I apologize." She put me. I felt she's old as shit. Oh, I was waiting for you to be like, but no, no, no. <laughs> I try not to ever be disrespectful, like for the most part. Yeah. If she was, if she Wait. had been five years younger, really? If she had been five years younger, I'd have been like, hey, bitch, let me tell you something. Right, and it's like, why do people even take offense? I don't. It's I don't get the world. It's it's funny to me, and that's probably my biggest pet peeve is like people that are so, you know, like sitting back on the internet and that the shit that they say, but I'm like. Say it to my face. I don't care if you don't like me. I don't give a shit if someone don't like me. I'm fine with people not liking me. But if you're talking shit saying, oh, he's a pussy, I don't like him, blah, 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 that's fine. I don't care. Say it to my face. That's fine. I don't care. But don't come up to me and be like, oh, what's up, bro? Right. How you doing? I seen your last fight. No, be say you don't like me. I can live with that. I ain't going to be mad at you. I don't know. I don't ever get mad really on about what people say to me. I've said some fucked up people say all kinds of fucked up shit to me on the internet. I don't never really get drawn into that back and forth. And I never really get like a like go across the line right. either with people. Like that I seen she was old. There's no reason to like engage like, if I was gonna engage her, which I can't help it, I can't help myself. So I'm gonna be polite about it and stuff like that. Uh but the the internet is today's society is is too comfortable with fucking not having to pay for their consequences. Yeah, we talked about this a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's the biggest issue that I, one of the biggest issues I have. I, I don't even know if you, like, you're not, people don't say that shit. And it doesn't matter if you, they could whoop your ass or they couldn't. Right. People don't like confrontation. Right. So if you're face to face, 
That's not gonna happen. No. Yeah. I, that's why. Why would you say it behind a keyboard though? Because you know you can get away There's with no it. no consequences exactly until well, we, I see you at fucking Walmart or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, like right. I say, if we go back to primal, let's just say shit hit the fan, and you know, like we're we in like a, a world war or some shit, and like I'm moving to Cuba. All the electrics <laughs> gone. You know, like <laughs> people are raiding gas stations and blah, blah blah, and it's come down to like survival of the fittest. It's like the dude who's talking shit on the internet to me. Guess what, buddy? I'm coming and raiding your garden, and you ain't doing shit about right. it. You know? No, for sure. So that's what frustrates me. It's like not that you know I'm better than anyone or no, that I, aspect. I have this shit at work that like uh, we, I have a, there's a culture at work. It's uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of testosterone. It's a lot of males that are from rough areas and stuff like that. So everybody barks and chirps at each other and shit. But I don't. I'm like, fuck you. Not talking. To, you didn't do that to me. You got me fucked up. They started. I will reciprocate it back, and then they go telling me for picking on them. That's and I'm not right. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been called into the office for being uh, abrasive. Daniel, I'm like he threatened to kick my ass. What the fuck do you mean I'm abrasive? Right. <laughs> fuck out of here! Did he really come and tell on me? Fuck that! That's the society we live in. If I can't hide behind a computer, I'm gonna go get somebody to fix it for me. Uh-huh. What is the closest you've ever come to dying? Oh, man, I would say. That's a tough one. I think I got a couple instances that were, I guess, a bear encounter. But it wasn't even, like, a bad one. Like, like for me in the woods, I, I... Did he see you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, time out. You had a bear encounter, but it wasn't a bad one. No, no. Like, I would say that's, like, the closest you could be that, with, a, you, like, to death with the bear. Did you hit him with the hay bear? Hey yeah, bear. I did. Hey bear. <laughs> uh, I was walking in the woods in Tennessee and uh, ended up... Walking up on a bear, and it was me to hoop away where the rim is, just sitting there. A black bear? Yeah, picking berries. And I was like, hey, hey. And he just kind of looked at me and rolled off his ass and walked off. Nothing yeah. of it. But but I've heard, like, and this was like, you know, you hear shit all the time on TV when people are doing those fucking, like, wildlife shows. It's like, their first instinct isn't to fuck with you no. unless they're really hungry. Yes. Or yeah. they're curious. Well, bears are smart. It's fucked, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you're fucking with their cubs. Or the, right. Yeah. But... Still, you don't want to be in a situation where. No. I'm what if he thinks like him playing with you could also just be enough to fucking kill yeah, you? I sent him a, a TikTok the other yesterday. Him and his buddy. Uh, this guy follows his fucking bear through the woods, and he goes. Oh, up, I didn't get to watch it. Yeah. Oh, he smacks it on the ass or pokes it. The thing turned around and mauled the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve <laughs> it, bud. That's <laughs> that's just like you said. That's just being an idiot. Yeah. Right? Why? <laughs> why did you fuck with a bear? You got to respect that. That's was, it a, was it a grizzly bear? Or it was brown, a, nobody fuck, Nobody's doing that to a grizzly bear. They, no, it was <laughs> a black bear, it. and it wasn't like a, it wasn't a big one, but it fucking he bought him, smacked it in the thing, like turned around, and was like, like it didn't recognize, like understand what was going on for a second, and then it was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna eat you now. Thanks. It, yeah, what a dumb. I man. brought feel, you brought my food to me. I feel <laughs> super confident that if I'm in the woods and a black bear is coming at me, I'm not saying that I'm coming out unscathed, but I'm coming out alive. I'm not saying I kill the bear, but I'm saying I can defend it. And what do you have? Nothing. Hands. I'm confident. I'm not going to disagree with you. You're sitting because in my house right, and you're too close to me. You can choke uh, that thing out. <laughs> I'm not going to choke it out, but if it's mauling on me, I'm thumbs in the eyes. Right? No. Just survival. And survival just, instinct. You know, I'm whooping a bobcat's ass. Oh, for sure. Like that guy who, the guy stole my glory in California a couple years ago. He was walking on the trail and a fucking bobcat reached out and snatched his ass up and he killed it. Oh, that's a mountain lion, actually. Oh, a mountain lion. Yeah. I think, that's even they, they're bigger. all the same, I'm pretty sure. Like oh, mountain lions A bobcat are is like this big, dude. 
A mountain lion. Right on. A mountain lion is the same as like a cougar, puma. I want a mountain lion. That's the one I got confused. That's scary. I would would rather mess with a bear. Nobody said anything until like weeks later. They was like, oh, it was an an adolescent one. Still. I'm fucking that thing up. Yeah, I would rather fuck with a bear than a mountain lion. You have to say the same thing. I want to, like, we started with this guy at work when uh, he was talking during deer season. And he was talking about this guy got fucking a doe piss on him or whatever. And the deer fucked him up. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not losing to no deer. And they're like, no, no, you are. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No. I'm not fucking losing to a goddamn deer. A deer's not whooping my ass. No, not a chance. Ever. He was like, oh, yes, it is. I'm like, no, no, I promise you. So then they started naming off all these animals, and I was like, I'm, I'm not losing to that. Can, like, I'm not losing to no dog. I don't care how big the dog is. I, me and my buddy, Grant Dawson, who's 55 in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got, uh, he always gets in arguments with me about, uh, like, a dog. Like, oh, do you think you'd kill this dog? Yes. I'm like, dude. I'm going to give him There's a There's no dog on earth that'll kill me. None. Unless I'm not suspecting it. And it jumps thing. up and like snatches me by my throat. Right. And I'm not expecting it. But if we it. see each other. Right. What's that, uh, what's that dog that the military use a lot? They call it, uh, uh, the nickname is like a, uh, they call it like a meat missile. What's that What's that dog called? You know what I'm talking about? Doberman? I, no, I don't know, know what they use. I'll look it up. I know a Doberman's like a fucking meat missile. Like yeah. Yeah. Big but but there's all kinds of dogs that are like that. That. Uh, Argentino doggo or whatever the fuck it's called. Belgian Malinois. Malinois. I'm not. I'm not losing to that. Okay. I'll just ask. There's a dog. Uh, show him the the Asian dog. Uh, it's it's a fucking Siberian. Uh, it's a Siberian do- dog. Oh, there's a big one, real fluffy looking. Yeah. yeah, I think I know what you're talking that about. That thing's monster. The Malamutes. Maybe it's something like it's something like that. Austin, the thing is fucking. It's the biggest dog. That Siberian Mastiff. Yes. How big or, is that motherfucker? Or Siberian Malamute, or something too. But the Mastiff looks way bigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, like a, this is like a miniature bear. Yeah, yeah. That that one might be a challenge. <laughs> but I'm winning. Well, when we're, but I'm challenge. winning. You ever been bit by a dog? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so you know, I got bit by a dog. I was selling these people uh, candy, and this motherfucker, like, ran through their house, and as soon as they opened the door, it jumped up and attacked me. And, like, fucked my leg up. I got two, like, marks, needle marks, or fucking teeth marks on my leg and one of my arm and shit. Yeah. Dog, fucked me up. I got bit probably two, three years ago running. I was running through our subdivision. The dog came out. Um, and the lady, the family was, she was sitting on the porch with her two kids. It was a beagle of all dogs. A beagle? A beagle. <laughs> Fucking beagle. Comes running out. And you know how dogs will run up and act real tough? Yeah. And I just kept running, didn't think none of it. Dude, the fucker snatched me on the back of my, like, ankle. And I just turned around and kicked him. I punted him pretty hard. <laughs> punted and, him pretty hard. Dude, got him, like, right up under the belly between the legs yeah. and lifted the him dog off the dog didn't shit right for a month. And uh, yeah, she got pissed at me about it. I'm like, your dog bit me, bitch. Uh, that's what I said. And I just kept going. I'm, I ain't dealing with this shit. Name a singer or a band that is overrated. Overrated? The oh. Beatles. Fuck yeah. yeah. Told you. I wasn't in disagreement. No, you, you fucking were all sucking her dick and shit. <laughs> What's a conspiracy theory you 100% believe in? Uh, the moon. We didn't go to the moon. He was doing so well, Austin. Like he, <laughs> he, was, he was such a like great guy, great guest. Why are you one, one of the I'll, best guests we've? Ever I don't had. believe in conspiracies, but that's the one that I kinda can get behind, sorta. But I don't really believe it hundred percent. If we hadn't gone to the moon, Russia would have told everybody that we were full of shit because they were listening. It was a race to the moon. Yeah, yeah, and they were listening. We were listening in on each other's stuff the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it might be a satellite though. The moon, like the craters on the moon aren't, aren't deep; they're wide. Yeah. That's not what happens with asteroids and shit bombing. And when mm-hmm. they dropped uh, some trash, or they dropped a mist or a, the one of the rovers or some shit. It gone like bong, like a fucking a bell. Yeah. Instead of uh, like, like metal. Yeah, it made a sound. So it could be a satellite. A what about the flag? Never heard that. 
The what? There's no gravity. What about the flag? Uh, it didn't. It, well, that's because the uh, it was on a rod, and even the front of it was on a rod. So when he sticks it down, he he moved it. Okay. Like there's, I watched the whole show about like because so, they said like there was an A on a prop, and it was turned the wrong way, so we could see that the A was stuff like that. Those abnormalities happened in space. All the things that they explained were really good. You know, we have like reflectors on the moon, so that you could take a telescope or a laser and point it. And it comes back to your shit. That's how. That's another way we know. And you, if you can have a telescope, you can see where our white flag is at now because it's been, uh, what is it called? Uh, nuclear shit. What is that called? Radiation. Radiation. Has made the whole flag white. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They, they say, I, personally, I haven't seen it. So, you could be right. But there's just so much stuff out there that's like that. That I, I yeah. It don't I'm, make me no difference. The only, way. the only ones, JFK is obviously, it's obviously a conspiracy thing. That the mafia did it. Yeah. And then... We talked about this last time. I don't think, I don't think we talked about this on air, though. What? Mattress firm. Oh, <laughs> they're selling dope. That's that's a money laundering scheme for I'll sure. I'll tell you the JFK one. Uh, it's called The Smoking Gun. It's a documentary. Watch that one. And uh, I believe this. That's my belief on it. I'm not right. saying it's right, right, but I will believe this one until I die. No, if, I believe Michael Franchise. If you, if ahead, you watch The Smoking Gun uh it's saying that there was Lee Harvey Oswald. He did shoot. Um, but they were saying there was guys up on the overpass when they were driving through. They seen the car behind, which was like the Secret Service or the CIA, whatever. They seen the fully automatic rifles, which was an M16 at the time or whatever. I don't know all the right. you know little intricacies of it. But he did get shot the first shot. Whatever. Was that the one that went through the throat? The first yes. shot? Yes. Yeah, yeah. the magic bullet. It. Well, that makes sense. The first shot, the angle all makes sense. So they say shooter, and the guy that's sitting behind the, the car behind JFK's reaches down and picks up the rifle. He picks up the rifle, and, sh- and they gas it, and he, and he fools back and shoots JFK in the back of the head. And it all the, there's people that said they seen the guy with the gun and shot. And everything with that. So you're saying it's like an accident? Yeah, no, I've I've heard that before. That's the first one I've heard. Like the most freak, lowest percentage chance of that happening. And it did. But how do you have a country saying that we shot our own president? Right. No, I I heard that that, that conspiracy before. But Michael Franchise, his dad, he's a a member of the uh, New York mafia family. His dad is older. And he said that his dad told them on good. And you know how people lie or whatever. But he he said, I have it on good authority. That uh, the mafia took him out, and they knew it. The CIA knew it, but you can't admit that the mafia right. got to your sitting president. That's insane. Well, I would have and interpreted they it, that as they did it because the, uh, their dad Joe, I think is his name, had worked out a deal. Get us the votes in Illinois that will seal the election, and we'll fucking do it. We'll work with Whatever you. the mafia wants. And as soon yeah. as they got into office, Robert Kennedy was like, "We're fucking cracking down on the mafia." Right. He went the complete opposite way. What a dumbass! Mm-hmm. And he got him shot too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's like the, the Kennedy family curse. So. Yeah. But the way that I interpret that would be that I would fully believe that the government knew that the mafia was going after him. And they were like, well, we don't really want this guy because he was cracking down not only on the mafia, but he was trying to disband the CIA. He was doing a lot of things. Like we said before, he's a radical. And they were just like, I always thought, oh, we're going to look away for this. And just I, always, this I always say like when they thought they were going to get uh, Hillary, when they thought they were going to get Trump, people like that don't get got. Right? right. Those people in those positions and where they're at, they don't get got. And I do believe that there is like a... Uh, I don't know if it's a cabal or whatever, but there's a lot more shit. Like we talked about that. The guy in Buffalo when they had the mass shooting, who had invented the fucking right, a water the gasoline, a, yeah. a water engine. That, that, that I 100% believe that that the whole mass shooting possible, was done because of him. Yeah, 
if you could live one day over every day for the rest of your life, what day would it be? One day from your past. It would have to be a turkey hunting day. <laughs> one of them. Not none of the fighting stuff. None nah. of the cool shit. Hey, I, I just picture him sitting on like on the stool in between like round one and two and stuff. And turkeys. <laughs> turkeys. It's There's just going it. through his head. It is. A lot of t- it's funny, turkeys. like just some of the stuff between rounds that are said, like you know, he'll be sitting there and like, dude, I can't find my range. I can't get this going or fuck dude, I'm tired and saying shit and then Patrick always has some one-liner to get you back in the zone. or It's just funny, you know, like one fight I'm losing. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. He's just better than me. And he's like, his heart ain't bigger. Let's fucking go. And that's like, oh, you're right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dog it out till it's done. That's knowing your fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that you respond better to that or somebody like, uh, or so, something, an explanation of what you should do? Even though... It comes, to, you know, situations there's that fine line, right. right? There's situations where, like, if it's a fight where it's like, yeah, I know this guy is tech- more technical than me. He's uh, he's winning, you know, the better exchanges, but I could land that right. shot or I could finish him in areas. It's like, yeah, just step on the gas pedal, dude. This is what we've trained for. This is why you've missed on time with your kids, your wife. This is what you've you you've know, listen to my pre-fight speeches. <laughs> you get your ass yeah. off the stool, and I, and I like that. I like someone getting in my ass and getting me right. Going. No, I did. I'm, I'm a fan of that too. Uh, if you had a, a a magic lamp with a genie inside, what is the one thing you would wish for? Just for my kids, you know, to be to find like happiness when they're older. You know, I want them to be happy. I think that's the you, biggest you, thing in life is happiness you, you know? and lucas clay are by far and away the best guest i ever had on the show like the, the way your way your guys mind works and fucking like you're always I, I wholeheartedly appreciate you as a person and lucas too even though that shit got fucked up you guys are good people and not that there's not been a lot of good people but the way that you guys think and how you're always thinking of somebody else and shit are the the the, the, the finer things in life aren't fucking something you buy they're right. not monetary right that's good shit man What's the last thing you did for the first time? Ooh, the last thing I did for the first time. You should have a whole bunch of these. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I got a dog. That's my last first Ooh. first time thing. Yep. Hmm. Moved out on my own. I guess the last thing I got I did, a lot of these. <laughs> going out of the country, probably going to like Abu Dhabi. What was that like? So, it's hard for me to to really critique it because I get it was literally the beginning of COVID. Like when shit was right. haywire and no one really knew how this was going to go. So it was kind of, it was just, I'm indifferent, you know, like the going there, the first 72 hours you sit in a hotel room and you can't leave because mm-hmm. they have cameras outside your door. Like if you leave, you're in, you're in shit. Like yeah. you're gone and your fighter. Even if I walked out, Jake's not fighting because of me. So, sat in a hotel for 72 hours. Then, the island's, like, really locked down. Like, you could go to one little blocked-off beach. But there was, it was like a ghost town. It was weird. Like, there was no cars, no traffic. And normally, no, it's, it's like one of the... It's rig- a bit buzzing place. Yeah. yeah. They Richest built a fucking UFC the stadium. Yeah. For it. One time. No, the they, they, it was Arena. a temporary. It was yeah, for temporary. when we were there. And now they oh, just right built on. the... They built that temporary yeah. one when we were there, but now they just built the permanent a, one. Yeah, that's Austin. Immaculate. That fucking thing that they built for temporary was 
like massive. Something as fuck. that we would have here, right? Yeah. They, no, there was to be permanent, but they built it. I want to say in like a month and a half. It wasn't very long. Yeah, it was insane. Just a so, couple more. Go ahead. Well, I actually, uh, this was a question I had earlier, but I didn't want to backtrack. But so when they called you up for the short notice, the first UFC fight, what, what, what like who do, you, what is that like? Like who are you talking to? Who are you interacting with in that situation? Because I've no, I don't think I've ever heard anybody explain like. So-and-so got on the phone, and yada, right. yada, yada. So I woke up in the morning, and uh, I had a couple calls from Patrick, and then my couple calls from my manager that I had at the time, and then a bunch of texts. And I'm trying, waking up trying to see, and I see Hurry calling back. And then, like I said, I got that feeling. You, you like knew. I knew what it was. So I called my manager, and he's like, hey, what's up? And I knew. <laughs> and I'm like, Smirking, yeah. and I'm just like, let me hear it. And he's like, you want to fight Austin Hubbard next weekend? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. And he's like, all right. I told them you would already. I knew you. Like, you know, they right. know I'm going to yeah. take it regardless whoever it was. So, uh, you know, we just got that going. And then the main thing on my head was just get the weight off. Yeah. Just get the weight off. So I went, got up, got dressed, you know, got some like sweats and shit on, got the sauna suit on and went for a run. Came home, sat in the sauna, got my weight down a little bit, and then same thing until we left Tuesday, I believe. We flew out to Vegas on Tuesday, and then it was just sauna tub, sauna tub, sauna tub, as mm. much as I could, just comfortably to get it off. Because this is what you want. Yeah. If you could sit on a bench and talk to anyone, past or present, who would it be and why? Man. Past or present, present right now? It would definitely be someone like, uh, like uh, you guys. He's a a big hunter. His name's uh, Dave Owens. He's like the best in the world right now, turkey uh-huh. hunter. Uh, right now, there's a thing called a super slam, which is you kill a turkey in 49 states because Alaska is the only state that doesn't, doesn't have, have turkey. turkeys. Yeah. So only 13 people, like, like documented, have done, have right. done a super slam, and that's like my how many states my have you gotten? I got Georgia, Tennessee, Missouri. Uh, I went to Mississippi last year and got struck out. It was tough. Then they kicked my butt. What's, what's, Miss, what's hunting in Mississippi like? Cause it's, got, it's warm down there. It was, and it was – I got thrown for a loop, man. We get there, and the birds were gobbling early, and then they shut up. On, like Missouri, you have to be done hunting by 1 o'clock. You can't hunt all day. But there, you could hunt till dark. So we're hunting all day, trying to figure them out. Got super close a handful of times. Then we're like, hey, let's, me and my buddy, we're like, let's go down south a couple hours. So we're like middle of Tennessee. Right on. Walking and like here, look like the woods here, kind of the creeks and shit. But we're walking through the creeks and we hear splashing and shit. We're like, oh, it's jumping deer, blah, blah, blah. Walking through the creeks. I'm looking for turkey tracks, just killing time. I see a track. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I never seen anything like this. Couldn't figure it out. And we're walking. I record my buddy. I have a video on my phone walking across this log over like a creek. And, you know, you're balancing. It's just fun doing that right, shit. Right, yeah. And uh, we end up coming back across it like an hour later. And I don't record him. Well, he's walking. He's getting ready to jump off the log. And a tree branch hooks his uh, his strap to his gun, rips it off, and it falls in the creek. So we're like, oh, fuck. We're jumping, trying to get it. I'm like, damn, dude. We end up getting his gun. We're walking out, and he's like, dude, look. I'm like, what? And I'm looking. I don't even know someone. What? He's like, dude, look at that. I'm like, holy shit. 
It's fucking gators in their creeks, dude. Mississippi, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did not even put that together. Yeah, they everywhere down there. I knew they were Mississippi, but I thought it'd be further south. They're, not they're like a little in smaller the in Mississippi than they are in uh, Florida, but they're fucking. They still bite you. Fuck the smaller one will fuck you up more because right. they have the sharper teeth and shit. And yeah. they're more agile, yes. more athletic. Yes. You know? uh, I, I was down in Florida one time, and there was like literally gators just everywhere. Yeah. No, like Austin. There's a sidewalk. There's a gator. Oh, and people, there's a are, bush. And people are probably indifferent to it. Yes. Like, oh, I'm like not. The there's funny videos of people golfing, and they're like, the, the comments always like, play it where it lies. And there's just a fucking alligator walking right. past. I'm just like, what's up? And then we just. Went to, <laughs> I went to the Kennedy Space Center, or whatever the fuck it was. And uh, you have to take a bus back because they're in a drive. And there's like monster ones. They're yeah. over there. And I would assume that's because they're getting fed real well. And, and dinosaurs. Yes. That's exactly what the fuck Dude, they are. I saw the, the most Florida thing I've ever seen on TikTok the other day. There's, there's this big ass gator right off the front of this guy's porch. I don't know if it's back porch or front porch or whatever, because there's like woods behind it, so it's probably a back porch. And it's this old guy, and he's got a cast iron skillet in his hand, and he walks down the stairs, and they're telling him not to. He's like, sh- like cussing his family out, old country dude. And he gets down there, and he just starts whacking this gator over the top of the head with, with a cast a, iron yeah, skillet. I've seen that one. He's like, get out of here, you old stinking ass gator! <laughs> and it just darts off. The, uh, the coolest thing I seen was the uh, Gator Boys. The guy fucking he, he one guy drives a, or rides a fucking bicycle, like does those. Hundred mile rides and shit. Mm. So he bet he had found this gator and t- get, took it to this home. And he had told the guy he bet him. I don't know what he forget. He bet him that he could call to his little gator pl- place and call that gator over to him, the one that he gave him. Yeah. And he's like, no, you can't do that. And the show one hundred percent makes it look like he gets down in the water and starts tapping the water and he says some shit and the gator drops down in it and swims o- over to him and he lets him pet it and shit. Yeah. It was insane. I don't know how true all of that is. Yeah. Right. But, he was but it'd be dope as fuck. He was definitely petting that fucking gator, though. <laughs> yeah. And it was because it had a one eye or was something missing on it and shit. Yeah. I, oh, that's the one Chubb's got. That's exactly what they said, too. <laughs> Did you ever see that that video of the, the guy feeding the gators? And the, the gator, sometimes, like, the reactions are hella slow. So, they, he threw the meat, and then the one gator got the meat, but the other one was still going. And he got that gator's arm not realizing that it wasn't the meat. And then he did the Barrel, death roll and just yeah. ripped that other gator's arm right off. That sucks. And they all just sit there like, oh, shit. What are you going to do? <laughs> no, the, the gators themselves. They're like, they're, the thing didn't react. What are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> if you could be, if you could be uh, friends with one celebrity, who would it be? Hmm. Man, I don't know. I'm not too big Celebrities on them. Celebrities suck you know? now. Yeah, they do. <laughs> There's got to uh, be one. Like, some cool ones. I... I guess like last night I went to the fights. So it's a, you guys know who James Gallagher is. Yes, he went with me and my wife, my buddy. We all went to the fights together. So it's like hanging out with guys like that and people like, like you see, like before I knew Gallagher, like watching him on TV. At first, I'm like, dude, this guy's. He's like Connor. I don't like this guy. I don't like him. But when you're around him in person and you get to know him, right. and like they're good, genuine people. And there's definitely a. A TV persona, a, a, a camera persona that people put on that I don't think anybody is really like them. Right. That's who they are in real life. And be behind the camera. Maybe George. Maybe George. Nate. That guy's definitely. Oh, that, yeah. oh for sure. <laughs> They're for sure. That's who they are. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Nate story ever is when he smacked the shit out of Khabib's people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I will fucking love Because he was so, like, sad, scared, and fucking... Wasn't going to get punked out on by none, none of them, and he still smacked shit out of them, and they ran away, by the Did way. Did you see the video of him punking on that, that like... Uh, the reporter? No, there was, like, an amateur... That was funny, too. Yeah, he smacked his... I thought yeah, tweeting man, shit about I, I was me. worried. I was worried for but, a PR nightmare. <laughs> Did you see the... Yeah, stop writing them fucking tweets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, there was a... 
it, somebody recorded it from like up and high in a stadium. But uh, like there was this like amateur fighter, or maybe he was a pro. But he, yeah, he fucking jumped at it. And his dude dropped his drinks in everywhere. Uh, real life gangsters. Yeah. Oh, two for more. Sure. Two more. What is your proudest accomplishment? I would say you know, you know, the truly would be you know fighting in the UFC. But I try not to be too proud of it because I don't want, you know, that's not the end route for me. You know, I want more than what I what I've accomplished there. Yeah. But up to date, that's you know, besides my family, you know that that me and my wife have, you know, I'm super proud of that and how our kids are and how I think, you know, we're teaching them to be, you know, like good, you know, just good people. You know, that's what's up. I lied about two more because uh, how many how many second graders could you take if they were coming in waves of five? Five? Before you got overwhelmed, it's gonna be a waves lot more. of five. Yeah, shit, that's because I'm telling it's taking one one punch a piece <laughs> or kicks. How long can you? How long can you go? If you throw a kick, you might be able to take two or three out, <laughs> right? Or so if you let's pick one just, up. And just what are them. the what are the implications? It's just like they're trying to fuck you up. And you're you're not letting that happen. Oh, we're going for days. <laughs> <laughs> we're going for days. That's great. They don't stop though. I, I'm yeah. telling. They you. just keep coming and coming. He said, no, we're fucking kids. We're going to like I'm kicking that. I'm move. kicking that second grader's ribs right to his chest. <laughs> I promise you. And then to get a break, you know, to slow it down a bit, I might knock out four and then just play around with one and get my <laughs> my energy back before I I'm put sorry. him out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just thought I, I just thought him like playing around with yeah. like, oh, oh, flying me right <laughs> to the face. Just laying some kid out. Would fifteen year old you be proud of you? Definitely. Yes. If you could be friends with you, would you? I think so. I think we would have like minds and opinions. Last one. What is your biggest fear? My kids, you know, dying before I do. Yeah. Yeah, that's, well, that's a tough We're not going to end it on that. <laughs> right. We're <laughs> not going to end it on that. Come on. If you man. could push down one celebrity, who would it be and why? If I could push down Just one push celebrity, down. Punk getting... Oh, there's a couple, man. But if I truly. Probably someone like all the ladies like to think are tough, you know, but they're not. I'm like, you guys have no clue. Like uh, Jake Paul, man. I don't know. Jake I Paul kinda, is starching most everybody you right. know. I like Jake Paul. Just I still want to push him down. I don't like his mm-hmm. uh, just personality so much, but I like how he's putting eyes. Yeah. And like that, a, I think he is doing some thing. good things. So I couldn't say him, but like a. Uh, I don't know, maybe like a Brad Pitt. And I like his movies and shit. You want to pick on an old man? Yeah, just someone <laughs> that I can punk and feel good about it. You know, what's, you know what makes that worse? It's like you'll be at a bar one day and be like, one time I pushed down Brad Pitt. <laughs> They're like, what? Why? I felt wanna, like it. I want to push him down. It's like a mud puddle, though. <laughs> hey, remember when I said I could start uh, Jake Paul back in the day? I retract that statement uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah? Yeah, I would still push him down, though, <laughs> just because I have to retract my statement right. now. Yeah. And that's squared up. So uh, what are you off to? What, what, do you, what do you got planned for the rest of the day, rest of the weekend? Uh, actually, just go home and chill. I think we're going to get the fights tonight. Uh, yeah, I can play picking? about the oh, fights. Thank you for mentioning uh, that. Uh, me and Chris are going to watch them later. Who are you picking? Uh, Julia or Pena? Or Julia or fucking... Dude, I'm so torn. Or, or Yadier, really- Yadier Molina's twin. I don't. I have no clue at this point. Anymore. So I think with the girls' fight, I think Pena has that stubborn like attitude just against Nunes. I don't really think like she's 
skilled. I think Nuna is a better striker. I think, you know, grappling-wise, she's a little better, but not much. But I think Pena's just got that stubborn, Grid like, I'm not letting this woman beat me. Yeah. And I think that's what can win her the fight. <clears throat> but I also heard Nunez was like, she didn't look herself. You know, that choke didn't look. Did you see the in. shape she was in for this one? She looks a she lot looks better. But, but she looks good, don't she? But I, heard you, I heard you say it. Uh, well, I was going to say is, I, I thought the other thing. When I saw them, I thought right now Pena looks like she might be in the best shape she's ever been. Did you see her daughter? No. Oh, you didn't see her daughter? Behind her squared off. I didn't see it. It was cool, comes, dude. Little that girl comes awesome. up right behind her. You got you to gotta look it up. And literally puts her hands up and like does the stare down with her with her mom. It's fucking dope. I'll find it. Uh, Isn't uh, Derek Lewis is fighting tonight, too? Yes. Right. right. Uh, who's the guy is he fighting? I, is he, I, Sergey, what does he do? Sergey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've seen him probably, but I can't put a good movement. I think <laughs> I think Derek puts him out. I if so. I had to if guess. The, if the I UFC hope. was smart, that's what they would do. Right. They'd give him somebody that he has the opportunity to do I that hope. with. That's cool. That's fucking badass, that dude. Dope. And then uh, Moreno versus KKF, Kai Car France, whatever. Uh, I know Moreno. He, oh yeah, Moreno's he's he's the one who fought yes, for the belt the last yes. few times. Moreno's he's good. Yeah, Moreno's training up in Kansas City now, so I got to go with him a that's little bit. That's badass. So being around him, dude. That's that's a, actually to you are too though. Yeah. But no, Super he was like uh, no loss. But he, what was his speech after he lost the fucking first time they fought? It was one of the best speeches I've ever. It went to a, it went to draw, right? Something like that. No, the first time that they he lost, I believe oh. that they fought, and he gave the best. Uh, I will be. Uh, no loss can fucking define me. I will be. I champion. might not be the champ today, but yeah. I will yes. be someday. Yeah. Yes. What's so it's cool a, about Moreno is like the fact that seeing like he got in the UFC, he went zero and two and got cut. Yeah. And then that was when twenty five was still ran by DJ and Joseph right. Benavidez and them guys. Gets cut, goes back to the LFA, wins the belt, and goes on a tear, and ends up winning the title. Which sounds like somebody else. Right there. Which sounds like somebody I know is getting ready to that's, do. That's how I look at it. You know, it's like that shit's just part of my journey. You know, like I didn't get the same cards dealt as so and so, but I don't care. That's the I can't be jealous or envious of what they got. You know, I'm writing what I'm gonna do. You know, I already liked you before we did this. I, I'm like, and this ain't no cap, no bullshit or not, man. I fucking think you're a really good dude. I fucking the only person that's ever like made me think like moved me like this it was fucking Lucas when he came on here. You should probably wipe that tear out of your eyes. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, no, I, I wholeheartedly hope that you get every goal that you've ever fucking that you're after and shit. You you fucking deserve all of it, man. Uh, you I guess I'm saying. What do you got going on today? I think I'm going to go. Well, I plan on watching fights, but we'll see if I have to get into an argument with the old man. Later. Why? Because it's just. You hurt his feelings. Earlier. You yeah. hurt his feelings. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, he came here. You know, it's funny. Uh, I called Patrick on my way down. I was driving, and uh, he told me Bo texted him last night. He said it was at 1230. Oh, yeah, my so dad was drunk he last said, night. That's what I said. <laughs> he said, uh, what did he text him? He said, uh, the engine's full. Or he said something like the the belly's full or the gas tank is full and he's ready to come down and give Jake some rounds or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's him being a pest. Yeah, that's uh, him being drunk as fuck. Uh, <laughs> Because he called me at midnight, and I refused to answer. I but, but what I did do I didn't see that he called me. <laughs> I texted my sisters and said, uh, I was like, what's Dad doing? Like, he's downstairs calling people. I was like, oh, he's fucking with Austin, people. if he calls you at midnight, I don't have to answer the phone to know what he's doing. Oh, I didn't I didn't answer it. I know, neither did I. But I don't have to know. I don't have to oh, know. I just wanted to make sure he was, I, it was I, a serious thing. I just thing. looked at it. it was like, it's never serious at 1230. You never know. Yes, you do. You don't. <laughs> he's no. fucking drunk. That's my dad. I'm going to usually answer. That's my brother. <laughs> I'm usually going to ignore it. <laughs> Uh, no, I appreciate you for coming on, man. Um, 
great. You're a great dude, man. I, you, I hope the UFC fucking, I know, everything will be there that you're wanting for. You keep working at it and keep striving. Austin, you're looking fat as fuck today. I'm looking trimmer. I'm down no, a couple, you're not. I'm down a couple <laughs> of pounds. I'm back on the fucking path. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I ain't drinking this shit, so what are you going to do? You ain't drinking this nah, shit? No, what do I ever drink? See, you last only, week? You only know me as that last guy. Last week? I don't really, that, that once, before then, I really drank. The, okay. This year has been the, like the, almost sober, Danny. But on the 13th, you'll see a different one. I'll be there, too. So. Right, right on. Yeah. What, what card is that? One Nimbus more time, guys. For all you people out there that I have fucking have annoyed or don't like me or are bothered by my... Oh, oh, go fuck yourself. Holler. <laughs> one love from the right lane. That was? It sounded like a dog.